0: Hello and welcome to episode 64 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt mm-hmm.
1: and we are going to talk about a lot of stuff. Um, first off, I have some good news, Manny. <laughs> yeah. The microphone's working. It is working. So.
0: God damn it. This is our third take on this great podcast. Yeah. Uh, Luckily, we were only omitted in. So. Yeah, it was not that long. But something on my computer keeps fucking switch- lowering the microphone volume by mm-hmm. like 20%. And I, I literally have no idea what it is. It's always either eighty three or eighty five. It was eighty five. I know, early. and I just make mm-hmm. it leave it a hundred. Computer, god damn it! But uh, so yeah, the disclaimer: we're gonna mm-hmm. talk about *Link's Awakening* for the third part, yeah. and we'll yeah. we'll talk about when we're gonna spoil it and stuff. We'll probably talk about it in general first. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that, we will get into the numerous amounts of news. Yes. Um, WB Montreal teased the new Batman game that mm-hmm. they are working on. We had known this for a very long time that they were working on it because they, it leaked a long time ago. <laughs> um,
1: we just had this conversation, so it is
0: breaking your brain.
1: It is. <laughs> but, um,
0: so yeah, I thought that. They would announce it at the state of play because right. this happened the day beforehand. It was a, the tease was essentially a bunch of like symbols that morphed into each other. One of them was the court of owls thing, mm. and then they didn't talk about it at the state no. of play, and still haven't talked about it. And that was like what two weeks ago, a week a week and a half ago.
1: I'm trying to think like the last game was the last Warner Brothers game that I can think of other than like Mortal Kombat was. A Shadow of Mor or Shadow of War. Oh god. And if you remember that they had like that teaser And they're like, more news in, like, three weeks.
0: Yeah, this they didn't
1: really say anything. No, but, like, it's very similar to that where it's just, like, out of nowhere they show this. Yeah. And there's just this teaser. So, you know, like, something's coming up soon. So, for some reason, a lot of people I saw saying they think it's going to be
0: announced at the Game Awards. And they're like, oh, just wait till then. Like, dog, that's in December. Why the fuck would you tease this now for more info in, like, uh, Five, four five months. I don't get it. Yeah. But anyways, I personally thought that I would not play another Batman game if they put one out, but then it's about the Court of Owls, which is like the best Batman storyline in like a decade, so I will play that. So if it was just a standard if it was If it did not have the Court of Owls in it, I do not think I would care. Really? I, well, because those three games were good, right? Right. Or the first one specifically was amazing. The second one I thought was okay. The third one less so. They're all competent, good games
1: that shaped... You're not even going to bring up Origins?
0: <sighs> I always forget about Origins. But, yeah, I didn't play Origins, mm-hmm. so I can't say anything about that. So, like, if it was
1: reviewing really well... I, I still don't, just I just, like, like
0: eh. probably, because it'll end up inevitably coming out at the same time as some other awesome game, because that's what 2020's all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's purring. Okay, my cat's purring really loudly. Um, but yeah, next year, like, I feel like 100 games are coming out all at once every right, month, right. so I... If I had to pick between, like, a new cooler game and what will essentially be the same Batman game again, probably, I would be like, eh. I mean, they've taken quite a bunch of time off, so maybe they're reinventing the formula in some sick way. Now that it's not Rocksteady, I mean, they
1: have to, kind of. It's been six years. They have to. It has been, but I mean, it's also a
0: different studio,
1: right? I mean, but I mean, they (laughs) did make the one.
0: That is true. But they also, like, that was just the template that the previous two had created so it's weird yeah and they I, I mean at least rocksteady when they were making them seemed to be like we're good now mm-hmm. no more batman <laughs> and i don't know and like there hasn't been a lot of batman in movies and stuff mm. semi-recently i mean like the joker movie is happening right now and like batman versus superman i get I, like was, i what, get three years i guess i don't league? count justice league but even though he was in that but Justice like it was a couple years but it's ago. like not about batman specifically no, yeah. like it is about the dc heroes as a group so i guess i just like to me batman has left the public consciousness as much as like probably when arkham asylum and all that stuff was coming out like that was like batman mm-hmm. time yeah and probably we're a bit outside of that and so. now
1: marvel's kind of taking over so yeah
0: I mean, I hope that this comes out and I hope it ends up being super cool like the previous Batman games were. I just would like to know anything
1: about it. Yeah, which we will get at some point. Yeah. Now, the state of play yeah. was really weird for me because like, I was just like in a fog because <laughs> last week was probably one of the worst weeks of my life. Okay. Um, You know those nights when you just can't fall asleep and you yeah. toss turn all night? Uh-huh. Had that Saturday or Sunday night and then you know went to work all day monday went to bed couldn't fall asleep monday night okay and then uh came home on you know went to work and you know on my way home i just bought like a bunch of sleeping pills (laughs) took a bunch of sleeping pills oh no tuesday night i couldn't fall asleep oh no (laughs) so like the state of play was what tuesday or was it wednesday
0: I don't even remember what day it was. One of those two days, yeah. Like, two in the afternoon or something. No,
1: four in the afternoon. Right. It was either when I was, like, 72 hours awake (laughs) or, like, around 80 hours awake or whatever. So, like, I just remember watching it and being in a complete fog, not really understanding a lot of it. So, like... Okay. But... This...
0: Sony is getting better at this. Nintendo has had their uh, directs for a long time. This is literally the format of that. Like, it literally... Someone posted the format of one Mm -hmm. of the early Nintendo directs, and it looks like Sony copy and pasted that, except changed the color scheme on the slides. Which is, like, fine. It's a fine way to do it. I just... When Nintendo has a Direct, usually they're every few months, right? Mm -hmm. They are about either a specific upcoming game that everyone is excited for and wants more info on, or they have, like, a million things to talk about, usually at least one or two of which are, like, huge bombshells that people will inevitably get excited about.
1: Not always, though. Okay, for me, every time that happens. I mean, like, what was the big announcement in the most recent one? What do you mean? That was, like, one of the best directs that has ever happened. What, Deadly Premonition Deadly 2? Premonition 2. What the you... fact
0: that they're remastering uh, Xenoblade in full HD for modern consoles. I, I so guess... you don't have to fucking play it on the Wii. But, like, like, that was filled... Like, literally everything in that was pure gold. So, like, I don't... I see, like, I did
1: not feel that way. I've...
0: That is... You are in a vast minority. Like, the stuff about Animal Crossing, the stuff about Pokemon... The multiplayer in Luigi's Map, Like, that is all mm. huge, big deal stuff. Fucking, I couldn't give a
1: shit less about any of this stuff. Um, including last. The Last of Us. Mm. So, like... Well, I mean, like, this was a Last of Us state of play, though. But, like, it
0: wasn't. Because it was, like, a two-minute CG trailer.
1: I. But then they had, like, all, all the studios come out, or a lot of them come out, and, like play the game, and then they were able to go back and talk. Like, a yeah, lot But, of like, uh, but, and, but yeah, that had nothing to do with the
0: state of play. Well, no,
1: but I mean, it was in working in conjunction with the state of play. I,
0: which, I guess... But the like, weird
1: part is, then they announce like, all these big things after it that we'll talk about as well. Well, yeah, but I else. guess
0: they wouldn't... People don't care about the people who run Sony as much as they do about Nintendo. Like...
1: I'm the, talking about the two other things. Oh, I, I gotcha. I Those know, two... Have, things are definitely things you talk about during the state of play yeah i i agree with that for those two but
0: But like like, management change i don't think they would do that whereas nintendo will do that because like i don't know reggie was the face of the company like miyamoto matters iwata mattered like i don't no one cares about sean Layden. i feel like but okay so there's gonna be a medieval demo right where if you play it you can get Armor for Danielle Fortescue, Mm -hmm. the main character of that game. That's cool, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, That game comes out two weeks, three weeks? October at some point. I think it's in two weeks. But, like, very soon. So, I mean, a demo of that is cool, I guess. Uh, Especially with the... You get that unlockable armor or whatever. Then Humanity, which is a new game coming from the studio that made Tetris Effect... Uh, Mizuguchi is known for uh, all kinds of weird musical-type games. He worked on Rez back in the day, which is what he's probably most famous for. He did Luminous, the musical puzzle game. He's all about, like, synesthesia and, like, being in a state of musical trance action. Right. Uh, And so I assume that humanity will be like that. And... I don't know it just was bizarre and I assume if you were in like a fever dream state that shit was even weirder yeah it was was just like a bunch of humans like colliding with each other some of which were colorful and some of which were not and you're like I I mean Mizuguchi makes good stuff and like now that Mark McDonald works at that studio Mm -hmm. I I think that they will it'll be cool and it's also like they didn't say that in the thing I don't think but it has a VR component because Mizuguchi like has a VR boner right uh so so that's cool. Um, then they talked about Watam, which I never want to see this game again until it is fucking released. The, the creator of one of my favorite franchises of all time, Katamari Damacy, uh, he has been working on this game, Watam, for... I, I think it was announced in 2015, if I'm not mistaken...
1: I have no idea. It was
0: so long ago, anyways. And he announced that it's this weird game about these weird people who need to become friends. And, like, right. it actually sounds kind of like the concept of Death Stranding, where you got to, like, reconnect everyone. Except in this game, it's, you do that through holding hands. Uh, and so, like, that's, that's kind of cool, I guess. But it just. Okay. The developer, Annapurna, mm-hmm. they announced that they were working with him so long ago, I'm pretty sure it was 2015, and just Sony would keep showing these teasers and being like, it's coming out soon, and people mm. have played it at E3 every year, and just like every game that he has made, they're like, what the fuck is this? It's so bizarre. And then he's like, that's the point. <laughs> and we'd never learn anything new about it. I just, and now it's coming out in December. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Why? You did not need this in a special thing.
1: Don't need you <laughs> phone to like pick up on whatever man he's talking about.
0: So yeah. Anyways, what well, Tom is gonna come out? Right. That see, like that was one where I would, I actually got upset when it came on screen. I was like, oh my god, i you can't keep pushing this game and then being like, but here it is. After mm-hmm. we didn't talk about it for a year, like just put it out, dog.
1: Um, I this one i like don't remember arise a simple story it was the one where like he, it was like a man and he was like walking through snow and it was like winter oh yeah it looked
0: like an adventure game yes. kind of thing yes. yeah that's another like smaller indie game which like mm. normally i would be cool with that and like in this scenario i'm just like i don't you gotta give me context mm. So the, the one, it was the last day to play where they announced that game. that was just like, you play as like the monkey, right? Or a flying squirrel. Yeah,
1: that was a couple. I don't like, know. Like, that looked cool, but right.
0: I still don't know anything about that. And no one has ever said anything about it since right. then. So that's weird. Um, so yeah, this looks like that. Civilization Six is coming out for the Switch. No, it's already oh, well, out on the Switch. It's already out on the Switch. Sorry, it's coming to the PS4. And Xbox. And Xbox, they didn't announce that at this date. No, <laughs> like they made it seem like
1: it was a PlayStation exclusive or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and that's then I, a... no, it it is on the Xbox store for pre-order. Nice. Um, and I saw something that like you can't. There's no cloud saves with this game. That's weird. But Do it's you... only on PlayStation. There's no cloud saves, which is even <sighs> for weirder. Fuck's sake. All right, <laughs> I have a question
0: about this. Right. You've played a lot of Civilization yes. in your time, Civ yes. Five specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Civ Rev was the console version yes. before, right? Yes. And that was meant for console, so it was like yes. UI for console. This is going to suck, right? Like, on console. Like, I, not from, like, a gameplay perspective, just, like, the UI and the control. Like, there's so much in Civ. Mm-hmm. That you like mouse and keyboard, like right, all kinds right, of shortcuts yeah. and stuff. Like, I feel like this would just be like a tedious experience. I mean, like, uh, see, can, uh, see, I guess I don't know if you can use the touch screen on the Switch. Probably not. Probably. Uh, I, I mean, I'd, from, I from they're I, so I, inconsistent with
1: that that yeah, I can't. Say. I kind of assumed because like, how else would you play that? And they have ported like Civ over to tablets and stuff like, yeah like, and, and
0: like, like I get uh, t- from a touch like, perspective I get that because it, it could function the same as a mouse <laughs> but as
1: far as I understand the game runs like dog shit on uh, <laughs> the switch
0: I mean that would make sense because yeah, I mean, it's like a modern PC game yeah but uh I mean it will at least run better on ps4 and Xbox yes. one but like I just, I, don't, I, I think don't know. you can like at least with Xbox you can hook up like a mouse and keyboard I think you might be able to with PlayStation now but most people aren't gonna do that or know right, that right. I just I just wonder like, I mean obviously they ran the numbers and were like this makes sense to do, but mm. I can't imagine that there are so many people who were like I was waiting to play Civ Six until yeah. it came out on the
1: console. Well, and also like they are usually optimized so well, yeah, that like terrible computers can play the Civ games. yeah. So I, like. I, I don't know.
0: It's just weird. I, I, I mean, it's, co- it's cool well it's if s- someone wants that. I just, right. like, I don't. It's hard for me to imagine a scenario where you would want to mm-hmm. play it on a console.
1: Right. I mean, I played Civ Revolution a lot.
0: And that was, I mean, but that was for, like, they made it for the console. And
1: that was before I played Civ 5. Oh, Yeah so like it was just kind of like my foot in the door for the civ franchise and then like civ came out civ 5 came out and i was like this is one of the best games actually it is the best game i've ever played oh
0: i played civilization on the super nintendo Mm. that game is sick i'm sure it is. it was very fun i also played a lot of civ 3 back in the day Mm. but i would always fail yeah. Um, Those are dense games. They're dense, and I was not about to read a fact. Mm-hmm. So, like, me and my brother would just play against each other in Civ right. 3 and be like, I don't know what's happening. Who knows? And then we get killed by the CPU. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Um, and the last thing was The Last of Us Part 2. Right. Oh, fuck. What, what
1: was the release day? February 21st, because it was 2, 2 21. 20 yes
0: so it, yeah it comes out in february of 2020 as everything does around people that time were upset
1: that they didn't pick like two twenty twenty or 222 220. well yeah i guess it would, people were upset that they didn't pick like two twenty twenty or something
0: that's what i get upset about the date video games choose is their release date because of the numbers
1: i mean luigi's mansion
0: that, but that's not halloween mm-hmm. I, i'm not upset by
1: that that's that's there's a cool
0: coincidence i'm just saying who th- gives a fuck about the number hey. the, the the day there's
1: going to be a game that releases i looked this up by the way it's a tuesday on 2 22 22 you know that's gonna happen because it's a tuesday i mean the one the only one that matters
0: was 9 because 9, that's when the dreamcast came out
1: and then there was another. I'll one. I'll always remember that. There was for that reason. Eleven, eleven, eleven. I remember there was a game that came out. Eleven, eleven, eleven. I I'm don't... just
0: saying we could all spend our energy on better things, like was... getting mad about Pokemon, for example.
1: I... Auto, uh... auto saving. <laughs> they uh, they've ruined it. Uh, but yeah, so this uh, it looks like The Last of Us. I, the, the thing is, like, this is one of those games I don't need to see anymore. No, like, I I'll just, play it regardless. I just needed to know the release date, so, like, I hope they don't show anymore at this point.
0: I forever will be in the camp that there should not have been a second Last of Us. I think they'll prove it. I still... I The fact that it will be twice as long as what they said is, like... Concerning. For me, personally, yes, because I think that The Last of Us 1 was, like... A good length. The perfect length for me personally because by the end of that, I was, like, tired of the combat. Right. And so then I was like, oh, well, this was a really well-told story. The gameplay held up throughout, but I was becoming weary of it at the end. And this is almost a perfect video game. And then they were like, but there's a sequel. And I I don't know. Like, I think that this game will rule. Yeah, yeah. I just don't... If it was me, I would have made a different game. Right. And... Joel is back, obviously. We Mm -hmm. all knew this was going to happen. He's older, as they all are, because time Mm -hmm. passed. Um, So, what were some of the... There were a couple things that, like, journalists got to play this at the studio. Right. One of the things that I picked up on was every human enemy will have a name. So, like, they are all... Named characters, which is crazy, right. especially if the game is as long as they say it is. <laughs> There's a lot of human characters,
1: which I mean, like you look at the PS3 era. Uh, what? Uncharted uh, was 07, Uncharted mm-hmm. 2 was 09, Uncharted 3 was 11, mm-hmm. Last of Us was 13. Mm-hmm. This generation, this will be two games that they release. Yeah. So they've been they've been taking their time with this. They generation. have, and
0: they specifically have said that this is the most ambitious project that they have ever done mm-hmm. and they are super proud of it and that was also their reasoning that they didn't bring back multiplayer which i guess a lot of people really liked the last of us multiplayer cuz you would like win the matches and like build up your camp and like right. get supplies and stuff but that will not be returning they said specifically in a really weird statement that they understand that people liked that Mm. multiplayer this will not have it and it will not be patched in but you will see our multiplayer showing sometime in the future we can't say where or how but you will see that Mm. i they're probably also working on a multiplayer game separately because i thought about this sony made that weird bizarre statement recently i think it was sean Layden that said like our First-party single-player games probably won't come to PC, but all of the multiplayer games we make in the future will come to PC. And it was like, we don't fucking have any.
1: What does mm-hmm. that mean? So maybe that is what they're talking about. Which we'll talk about it in a sec, but I think the person taking over is going to be much more focused on that stuff as well. Yeah, so...
0: I, I don't know. People got great. very excited about this and minutes after that was over with the CG trailer, I saw like a hundred people being like, it's, it's the best game ever made. It's going to be the best game ever made. Game of the year 2020. Mm-hmm. It's like, listen, dog. I also think it's going to be a great game, great. but like maybe we should all slow the roll a little bit until all <laughs> the 900 games that come out in 2020 are uh, are I, near
1: us. I am cautiously optimistic about every game next year
0: i am excited about a good many games i'm excited next year
1: but like i i they all have something that could turn me off this one being it could just end up being too long
0: i mean i'll play the whole fucking thing i played red dead 2 and i wasn't even enjoying that for most of the time so i will play this as well because I i will
1: have to know but twice as long would be like 20 hours so like that's doable I took way longer than that. Point Last of Us, I think. You
0: took it was. I it was like ten, eleven hours. For me, it would be like forty-five hours. I think. The Last of Us. Yeah, it's a. I take like twenty hours in that game.
1: I don't think it was that long. And I, almost for sure. I beat that in like one night. I dude, I it took me over a week.
0: I definitely wouldn't have taken me one night. Did we play a different
1: game? I don't know, <laughs> yeah. unless it's different. I mean That's I guess how long
0: to beat I'm positive will have double the length you said. Ten no, it'll it. be ten
1: to fifteen hours.
0: I mean fifteen is still I almost certainly took me longer than that. That's crazy. Because I also
1: like explored a lot more. I mean it was there wasn't like that much to explore. I mean
0: there is, there's like a ton of stuff you can do as well. Hmm. Let's see. Now, now I am kind of curious. Fifteen and a half. Yeah, 22. So, I mean, yeah, like 40-some hours, probably. Jesus. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I beat that in, like, a
0: night. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, like, less than half of most people's play. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, But, yeah, I like, 40 hours seems, like,
1: too long for that kind of game. Uh, yeah, hopefully it won't be that long. I, I mean, that's what they claim. I mean, if it's twice as long and it's... 30 hours like that's probably which that's been pretty much the standard this generation for sony stuff i mean god of war horizon zero dawn spider-man i mean like you could play more like longer with those games but like if you just kind of played the core yeah my they were like 20 30 my playthrough
0: of spider-man is like You can't measure anything by that, because I did all the side stuff as I went. So, like, by the time I was done... I I mean, even though I got the Platinum, I think that only took me 40-some hours, which is a good to 100% a thing. Whereas, like... I don't know. I never like replaying games like The Last of Us, because... I, I don't, then you already know all the story beats usually and like mm. sometimes it's like a slog to go back through and like just like look in every nook and cranny for a collectible or like well, why are you doing try that to get things to happen time? what? you would do that every single time? no I didn't do that in The Last of Us but I did in Uncharted 3 and that was like a not a great experience
1: Right. I, but I, I, I mean
0: that is what those things are added for and people do that I just, well yeah like, I
1: do that the first time I never do it on replays yeah I don't know
0: it's just, I don't think that games like this are meant to be played multiple times, but then they always, like, I mean add in some dumb bullshit where you're like, oh, you can unlock
1: all this crazy I mean, stuff. like, people rewatch the same movies. I Yeah, that's true.
0: And, like, I a game that's that long, though, I usually would not be like, oh, gotta get in there again yeah. and go ham.
1: Hey, I usually, like, my favorite games, I go back in and replay them every year. There is
0: someone on my friends list on PS4 who I have never seen them playing a game other than The Last of Us. That's, well... So, like, they were playing The Last of Us Remastered last night, but they had already played it, like, three weeks ago, before Mm -hmm. it was free again on PlayStation Plus i don't know what the hell's going on there maybe they, they have the on the multiplayer maybe or maybe they have been watching netflix with the last of us on in standby mode for the entire time they've had a ps4 because it does that if you watch netflix right. it'll say the last thing you're playing or if it's in sleep mode i don't know but that's crazy to me that game came out a long time ago it did even the remaster
1: the remaster was 14 probably because it was a year I, after. I just remember
0: thinking it was too soon after the original was released, and so I did not purchase it. Right,
1: but, but I mean, it was more for people who didn't buy, I assume, buy it before. No, yeah, but well, there are two games that people
0: get really defensive about when you say that they might not be as good as everyone thinks they are, and it's The Last of Us and Bloodborne.
1: Mm. Man, boy, I'm more of an Uncharted person, personally.
0: Yeah, me too, probably. But I, the Last of Us Part One was. Uh... I'm not gonna shit on the Last no, of Us. No, it was a it's very just... we'll see how this one pans out. Mm-hmm. I, I need to like change my mindset on it or something. But when it comes out, I will enjoy playing it. But it,
1: like, you're going in with the same mentality you had on with Uncharted Four. Uncharted what? Four ruled, though. You're you were saying this shouldn't exist. Yeah, but then, then it was sick. And then they justified it. And they gave, did,
0: but I don't think that this will be justified
1: in the same way as that. I mean, I don't know, but that was one of the best video game endings to like any franchise that I did, you can think of.
0: I, I did enjoy it very much. But like this, I just... I don't know, man. The, the whole concept of the world is gonna have to change for me to actually think the story matters
1: or needs to happen at all. I don't know if I'm gonna love it just being a revenge story, which is
0: like what it seems like. I'm sure there's some twist, but like, mm. come on.
1: I I see, like, like it's okay. So obvious I don't, I don't, happens.
0: I don't want to spoil the end of the Last of Us. But do you think that at some point she learns what happened, or does she already know? Because at the end, like, that's why it was such a perfect ending. Right. Is she, like, kind of has this look like she knows what happened, but then doesn't say anything? Like, does she actually know or not? And now this will actually answer that question, which upsets me, because, uh, whatever. I also just think it's,
1: like, because it's, like, this interesting morality of, like, people say, like, Joel's a bad guy. And it's just, like, oh, but, like... And it, I that's that's the whole thing of it like you could go either way. Well exactly that's and that's how I feel like you completely understand and justify his mentality with that and just like I don't know whatever. So, I just
0: like I don't think this will have that same like nuance of a like finisher, you know what I mean?
1: But I'm also wondering like you remember years ago they had that really graphic trailer which was with fucking the torture. wild, yeah. And like everyone was like oh this is probably like Pre like like set in the past or whatever or like not, the flashback yeah and like because I think she was pregnant I woman. don't recall
0: yeah something but like, like I'm kind of
1: wondering like how is that going to fit in which from what I I do know is like the very first trailer that they showed where like she's playing the music and she's covered in blood that scene does not happen in this game at all interesting that was just to kind of like announce that Last of Us is. There's a part two.
0: That's weird. So
1: yeah, so that so that trailer don't like think that don't expect that scene to be in the game at all.
0: No. All right. Well, more Sony news. Sean Layden, everyone's favorite Vib Ribbon T-shirt wearing man, is uh,
1: left. I mean, and he it left. Was the weirdest thing.
0: It was like all of a sudden it seemed like he it just out of down. nowhere.
1: Yeah. He just left, mm-hmm. and like he, he hasn't really said anything. Sony just, like, tweeted it. <laughs> and as far as I understand, Sony loves press releases.
0: Yeah, they send out press releases for everything, is they, I'm
1: led to believe. And they didn't do a press release for this? I, I don't know. This S- is bizarre. So, like, some people are speculating that, like, this was just something Sean late. Like, something's going on with Sony, and Sean Layton was like, this is too much for me. Mm-hmm. I'm out. Which he's been in... For, what, four or five years now?
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: And in his direction, Sony has really kind of stuck with the single-player narrative-driven games.
0: But, like, it has paid off for them as well. Like, I, I'm, can't, not,
1: I, yeah, I, I'm not saying it is a negative, and also, no. like, it seems like they, the developers all had a lot of leeway and they could do whatever they wanted. Yeah. Like... I I can tell you right now, Naughty Dog wanted to make The Last of Us. This was not something Sony said to do. Yeah,
0: and I mean it will make them money hand over
1: fist regardless. So, like,
0: Sony Mm -hmm. would have let them do it anyways, I think, even if they were against it.
1: Because they they let God of War completely restructure that entire game. They did, yeah. And they let them spend five years making it. Mm -hmm. Guerrilla Games got to make something new. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sucker Punch is making something new. They are
0: thank god oh my god
1: but that's what i mean like this generation has been like sony like a lot of new ips no and i yeah it's really cool and like he led them to that mm-hmm. as much as i think that he like was
0: not really very uh, what the fuck charismatic my, there you go my brain broke there and i couldn't think of the word charismatic oh yeah. but he just like I, I don't know he never had the same stage presence as jack trenton had
1: and well, and like, and then when he was up again, up next to like um,
0: Phil Spencer, Phil Spencer.
1: <laughs> but then also he always felt more like um, Reggie, but like an even more stilted Reggie. Yeah, and Reggie also had like the charm of Nintendo, which uh, like Sony charm does not exist. No, it
0: doesn't. Unless <laughs> you're like getting up on stage and like cutting someone down, right, which is right. it's not happening. But I, it was just weird, and like he did behind the scenes. I think yes. he did a lot. I... I wonder if it's hard for those people knowing that despite the fact they're in a largely business focused role that they have to be out there and be the face of something like e3 mm. that people will remember them and know them right He to me seemed like he just like wasn't no for that role like no, he no. seemed much more of a business person and he did a good job as that. whereas like Jack Trenton was in the middle right. and like he was had that presence but also was pretty good at the business side of it, right
1: right. Um, and Phil Spencer the, is kind of like on that level. Where... Yeah, Phil Spencer though is like he is like an anomaly, right? Because all these
0: other people are like, I oh, love video games, but they mm-hmm. don't and they mm-hmm. don't care or play them really. Like even Reggie probably. Yeah. But like Phil Spencer does give a shit, mm-hmm. and like he has kids that play games, and like it's bizarre in interviews because people will always ask like these heads of company types like oh man how did you feel about this game and they give you some fucking like weird tired stilted answer that someone told them to say whereas if you ask phil spencer about a game Mm -hmm. he almost certainly will have a genuine honest opinion and like think it's really cool that is so weird (laughs) to me
1: that i just i don't know well and a lot of times these guys he was created in a lab (laughs) these even developers they're too busy they don't have time to play the games yeah they just don't play most other games yeah so like
0: that's so why I always like when you follow developers who just finished a huge project, you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I have a couple months where I can actually do something. Mm-hmm. Tell me what the best games of the past <laughs> five years were, and I'll go play them. You're
1: like, oh boy, that's cool. And So you know none of them are like, going to play Dragon Quest.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just, oh boy. It just is, the whole mm-hmm.
1: business aspect of it is really weird. And it's sad. Yeah, but I don't know. So, Jim Ryan taking over for Sean Layden. Which he was, like, head of, like, the European yes. side. And yeah. he, as far as I understand, he is much more about the services. Like, games a service. Like, he, he may be pushing that some.
0: Okay, and so it can go both ways, right? Right, right. Because, as much as, if you had asked me probably three to five years ago when everyone started saying, I think that the Netflix equivalent would be good for video games. I would have been like, I don't know. I don't think it will work very well. Microsoft has proved me wrong mm-hmm. definitively on that, and Game Pass is a good good thing, and I think that other companies should follow in
1: their lead, sort of. Now, when you say, were you, would you be thinking more like it'd be streaming? I would have thought that, um, but e- even then, like, it depends right. how
0: developers get paid, right? Right. So, like, we don't necessarily still know how developers get paid from Game Pass. Which we don't need to know, realistically. I don't want to know, because it, but, I mean, I, yeah, I don't need to know. Mm-hmm. But, like, Apple Arcade just came out, right? Which right. is $5 a month, and it gives you over 100, like, sick games on all Apple devices. Not all of them yet, whatever. It's not right, the point right. of this those developers apple is being super weird about saying how they get paid and it seems like it might be time played Mm. and a lot of the games that came out they it was as a blanket rule they weren't allowed to have microtransactions which is crazy for a phone thing right but some of those are like singular adventure game type things and if those people are like getting paid by time played that sucks kind of for them but i i also hope that because there were so many prominent indie developers that made stuff for that they wouldn't let themselves get mm-hmm. trashed financially right. i i don't know it just i think the way that developers get paid is kind of i don't
1: know i always
0: kind of assumed
1: at least with x game pass um it is probably like downloads just downloads yeah That'd and then cool. maybe like an achievement yeah. If if they got one achievement, you get a little bit more. That yeah, means they played cool. it enough to get an actual achievement. That that yeah, was no. that was always But kind like of before like when lying. someone
0: would ask me that, I would have been like, "Yeah, I don't have this payment for that work." Like mm-hmm. it already sucks in general. So I d- I don't know.
1: Which it doesn't it's not as murky when it's like a Microsoft game, like, you know, they're, Yeah, they're
0: they're getting paid cuz they made it.
1: Right. But then it also gets very weird when Microsoft is announcing they're not like hey, we sold this many copies, they're they're announcing, like, hey, people, X amount of people played this game.
0: Yeah, but I mean, they also, like, Microsoft's been really weird with numbers recently, too, Mm. because, like, they stopped reporting the sales of the Xbox Right, right. Which was, like, ooh, not a good sign, I don't think. Uh, Yeah, it's weird. But, so the games as a
1: service thing, if he Mm. does focus on that, could go either way. Um, Which, I mean, they've already taken one step in that direction.
0: Yeah, the, uh... PlayStation Now, mm-hmm. PlayStation's equivalent. equivalent of Game Pass. It was not great when no. it first came out and I used it. It was only streaming then. Yes. When Game Pass came out and became fairly successful, they allowed you to download some of the games, but not all of the games on PlayStation Now.
1: It's PS4 games you can download. Okay. Stream. Stream,
0: PS3, and the other one. I mean, that yes. makes sense because it's not backwards compatible yes. like the Xbox is. Yes. But it
1: was not like that initially. No. And I don't remember what game I played, but it the latency was bad which i mean like when you did it is i assume around the time i did it where they didn't even have ps4 games like
0: yeah it was it was on the ps3 that it had come out i believe oh okay initially
1: see um, i did it on the ps4 yeah but it, yeah
0: i did not i did it on the ps3 but so. it was still
1: early in the P- ps uh, ps4 like early enough in that oh like, no
0: i remember they had blaze the second blaze blue Mm-hmm. and i was like what does a fighting game feel like on streaming and i was like oh good. god no it was very bad i tried to play something else too that would have been less intensive and it was uh it was
1: fine but yeah i played the wolf among us
0: oh yeah telltale game would have been good for it i,
1: I mean it wasn't great no but, like, but it was fine enough it, yeah like, yeah like whatever. It's it, it. didn't ruin my experience or whatever. So. Um.
0: So so that's kind of cool. But the new price point is what
1: is it? $10? Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Because it
0: was weirdly expensive. It was like fifteen. No, it was twenty dollars a month. Oh, uh.
1: So it was literally twice as much if you're paying monthly as Xbox. Yeah.
0: So that that was not great. No. I guess, hopefully they try to go harder at that now. Mm-hmm. Maybe
1: they saw that Game Pass worked so well that they're like, oh, we could get in there. See, like that. it happened right after Sean Layden left. I'm left wondering if like he was against this change. and now I don't know. It's so bizarre, just, like, the timing of everything.
0: And so the other one, I don't... I saw someone make a joke about it, mm-hmm. and that's how I learned about it. Like, I feel oh, like yeah. it didn't... The crossplay? Yeah. They didn't what? announce
1: it at all. It was just, like, briefly mentioned in that interview with Wired.
0: I saw a meme mm-hmm. that... said like sean Layden died so we could have crossplay or something Mm -hmm. and it showed someone i think it was kane from soul reaver ripping out someone's soul but i was like what and then i looked it up and yeah all these things had sony quietly takes crossplay out of beta and now every game is allowed to have Mm -hmm. crossplay if the developer will support it i first why wouldn't you do you People think that it's because Sean Layden left, mm-hmm. that they didn't make a big deal about this and it just came out or whatever. Do you think that they didn't make a big deal about it because of how shitty it was for them to even it, not have crossplay in the first
1: place? That's my theory on it is it's, n- if you announce that, what is the reaction going to be? It's going yeah, like to be no like, no one's going to be like, hell yeah, dog. It's be like, you shouldn't have done t- that in the first place. Right, yeah. What took so long? Yeah. That would be the reaction. But what what I think is weird is cause I was listening to kinda funny because they do their like daily show and everything. And they were talking about Jim Ryan. And I guess he was one of the people who were like strongly against crossplay, or at least used to be very against it. So then he takes over. It's just it's all very bizarre what's going on in Sony right now. I don't know, but but I've been saying all along that they're gonna do this. PS5, it's going to just be announced that it's all crossplay. It should
0: be. I don't, what? There was a game that they specifically said will be the oh Call of Duty will Call be the Duty. first one that's like a
1: huge AAA title mm-hmm. that has crossplay across all platforms. Also, can we never discussed this before? But what does it mean that crossplay isn't beta? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. There was like no. It
0: was because they were only allowing it for certain games, right? Which was like. Fortnite and and Dauntless. Dauntless and one of there was
1: one other game and it was just like Well they were uh, they were Call of Duty this has been known for a while. This has been known for a couple months. Yeah,
0: but it just uh, what Rocket they meant League. what what they meant by beta was like we're not opening it up no. to everyone and whoever is going to make us a quadrillion dollars. Uh, but then why is Dauntless in there? I, Dauntless makes a lot of money actually.
1: Does it? Yeah. Bizarre. I mean,
0: it's a game as a service.
1: I know, but, like, it's still just, like, this weird free-to-play game. that They um, make a lot. I mean, that is is a battle pass type right. thing.
0: They, they have a lot of microtransactions in that game.
1: Yeah, I mean, I played it. it just... uh,
0: yeah, so I, I think it was just their shitty excuse to be <laughs> like, we don't really want to do it, it's, but,
1: like, sometimes we can do it, I guess. It seems like what their plan was to just slowly transition it, just quietly transition it, and then... Well all then right, what right. I thought was amazing. Well
0: do you remember a couple months ago when like all the Sony kept trying to say like well we we told developers they could use it and mm. then a bunch of indie developers came out and were like fuck off. Mm. We asked and you actively either didn't respond or said no. <laughs> it was it like was war in, groove and something else. It, it, it was, was in, in beta. beta. <laughs> it was in beta. Yeah, I oh yeah. <laughs>
1: That's insane. Stupid. So fucking dumb. So now I'm just kind of curious, like, who's going to use it and who's not going to use it? I, I mean, it, in theory, it just takes
0: development work, which, like, net, networking stuff is usually some of the hardest stuff to mm-hmm.
1: make work in video games anyways, so... See, like, I just don't know if, like, EA has, like, statistics that show, like, people buy the xbox and the playstation version so they they buy them both. yeah
0: maybe if they're double dipping yeah so no, like i don't, I don't it's know.
1: like ea is one of those companies where i can see like their sports stuff not being cross because they can get people to buy both i i don't know like i'm kind of just curious of who's going to use it and who's not going to use it yeah, clearly true. activision is going to use it if call of duty yeah an Epic has been shown to be willing to do that kind of stuff as well. I mean,
0: for Call of Duty specifically, I think it is actually really smart, mm-hmm. because one thing that happens later in a Call of Duty's life cycle is, like, you just, there aren't as many people playing, and right. so it's harder to queue for games if you have a pool of... All of it. Mm-hmm. It's way easier to keep that going.
1: Oh, and PUBG just is. Uh,
0: yeah, that makes sense. Crossplay. Yeah, and like that is another one where the player count is waning more than it had in the past.
1: So like, it's good well, to just have them, especially on console. I can yeah, imagine it's because like you do not want to be playing against PC players in that game. No, you don't.
0: But yeah, I th- that's a good thing. it's just as bizarre that it was not really even announced. announced. Yeah. It just like was like, oh yeah, I guess it's happening. I, <laughs> I think
1: in. Th- Sony looks at this as like defeat and they didn't want to announce their defeat. That that's my running theory as to why they just kind of slipped this under the radar. It's also been weird I was thinking like we haven't had hardly any Sony news all year. We had like a state of play back in what like February? No, most of the people who I thought were cool
0: that worked there quit and went somewhere else.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Which, it was really weird when like a lot of people I follow on Twitter that worked at Sony all of a sudden were like, I got this new cool job, and you're like, oh, that's weird, you were the head of the third-party relations. Mm. That's not great. Right. It just seems like Sony's had such
1: a quiet year this year.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're just going really ham on the PS5. And then... Well, they had the this... Mark Cerny stuff with the PS5 being shown to Wired and... Uh...
1: Right. I mean, they've had little things like all throughout the year, but like, I feel like we've talked about Nintendo and Xbox a lot more well, than they, Sony this year. Well, they
0: were at E3, though. Sony right. also wasn't at E3. I, I just think it is strange, some of the mm-hmm. stuff that's been happening, but I do think that they are just not saying anything yes. because the PS5 is... Right. Like, they, they've be... just
1: been... I just feel like they've been very quiet. I feel yeah. Like that. So, okay. And then all of a sudden, three pretty big... Three, four different news things just... Yeah, all at once. Yes. It's bizarre. And a couple of these could have been together... They just weren't. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel know. like crossplay could have been huge for their state of play. Yeah. Announcing that PlayStation Now is cut in half. Yeah. Could have been a good thing. Because you would have had more eyes on it, I assume.
0: Yeah, almost certainly.
1: I don't know. Weird.
0: Um, so, yeah. Are, I... are you ready to talk about some Pokemon's? Dude, I fucking can't sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Game Informer. Yes, your favorite everyone's favorite gaming magazine Mm -hmm. uh pokemon sword and shield are their cover cover story story. i feel bad for them because the info that they got is essentially jack shit right Mm. like they they got hardly any new information right so i i mean i understand picking pokemon as a cover story because like it's a huge game and stuff but normally when they have a cover story there's a lot of like huge information that they get and this there really wasn't but that, that's more probably Game Freak's fault than there. I mean, it's it, not their
1: fault. It's not even Game Freak. It's Nintendo.
0: It's just weird.
1: Because, like, I guess while they were there, they were, like, really pushing, like, Town Hero or My Little Town.
0: Oh, which would make sense, yeah.
1: Because, like, that is them. Yeah. Where they could barely talk about Pokemon, but they could talk about that, that all they wanted.
0: So the main things that came out of this so far mm-hmm. were that Now Pokemon will autosave. Finally coming to the 21st century. Uh, Before, this is kind of hard to explain if you've never played Pokemon, there's always an item or a thing called experience share Mm -hmm. that will share experience between all Pokemon and you could either unequip it or turn it off. Now it's not an item, it's just a thing that happens. All Pokemon gain equal experience um in sun and moon they took out hms which were Mm -hmm. specific moves that made it so you could do things in the environment like cut or surf right those will no longer return and they are just something you can do when you get items to do it which that's cool Mm -hmm. the other thing that sucks for my excitement and game informer was in the interview They said that there was gonna be 18 gyms. And so I do understand how this
1: happened. Right. Because like I I, if you listen to or read the exact quote, it is very confusing. So I I looked into why this is, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't even a
0: mistranslation like people thought it was. Right. So they said there were gonna be 18 gyms spread across a major and a minor league, right? In my head, immediately got super excited and was like, oh shit. Does that mean that there are only two version exclusive gyms and then you would, like in a regular Pokemon game, get eight badges, fight mm-hmm. a minor league, then get eight badges again and fight a major league? Because that would be cool. And right. then the two other gyms are interspersed, depending on the version you have. That would be cool. Right. What happened was, uh, I think it was, was it Masuda I was talking to him? I don't remember. Yeah,
1: I don't remember.
0: Uh, He was trying to explain the lore of... Of the Pokemon League, where there are 18 gyms in the Galar region, but in game lore, over the course of years, they swap between active gyms and major and minor league Mm -hmm. things, where then that comes across in the interview, like, it's just like, yeah, there's 18 gyms in this game. Right. And so, like, that sucks. And, like, they took it as that. Right. As you would hearing them say it. And then... Game Freak contacted them it was
1: after the fact. Pokemon Company, yeah, which is different.
0: Yeah, and they said like, "Oh no, you got to yeah, walk yeah, yeah. this back," and it's like, man, I, think- I, and what I think extra sucks about it is a lot of people are being extra shitty about these Pokemon games. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. then, when this got walked back, it was just more for people to unload on them because, like, I was seeing all kinds of things about like. Oh, well, at least we're getting 18 gyms, so that excuses the fact that not every Pokemon is in this or whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: Fuck off. I, just people are so... There were some other interesting things. That, one of the most interesting is, back in 2017, they went to Game Freak and did like a little feature. Mm-hmm. There were about 100 people working at Game Freak. Yeah, now there's like... Almost 200. Almost 200, yeah. So they've doubled the people for this game, mm-hmm. and they... St- that's still not enough to do the national decks. So, and so that should just tell you how much they are. They're doing what they can.
0: Okay, I don't, I don't really necessarily want to get into a whole conversation about this, but right. it is beyond unrealistic mm-hmm. for every Pokemon to be in all of these games now, because like a thousand, a th- over a thousand, right? Mm-hmm. That's a lot, right? People don't even give a. Sh- Any average person probably doesn't give a fuck about probably three fourths of all the pokemon like i know i certainly don't and i will your team is six fucking pokemon (laughs) come on like i get that maybe your favorite's not in it but like but you don't even know you don't know right i and that that's what makes me even more upset but the explanation that they gave to game informer when Mm -hmm. they asked or in any interview is yes it took so many resources to port all of these models to new consoles or port them into new engines Mm -hmm. that it was actually making it so that we couldn't add new content. And like this make puts them in a catch 22 because every fucking year people bitch and moan that it's just Pokemon again. And like, I like that and Mm -hmm. I like Pokemon, but like, they're like, well, there's been no meaningful thing or they remove new features that they had in the previous year. Whereas like, yeah dog, they're modeling over a thousand
1: monsters. Well not just that, but like anytime they do make iterations, like people get pissed off. Auto saving, like auto autosaving. And it, it just yeah. like so
0: they're in a shitty spot, yes. I think, but I I don't know how you can still get upset seeing Masada's quote about like, yeah man, we couldn't have more new features in mm-hmm. previous games because we're spending all this time on these Pokemon. If there's less now, with our expanded size, we can work on more features. And Mm -hmm. then you get people who are like, well, I would have rather had all the Pokemon over the fact Mm -hmm. that you can eat curry. And it's like, fuck yourself, man.
1: I don't understand. Also, like, think about uh, the last one. Mm -hmm. Uh Mm-hmm. How many of those could you actually catch versus how many could you just transfer over at a certain? Which point? is which is a lot, and so the I argument... mean, no, most of them you couldn't even. It's not like you could catch them and like interact with them in like a normal Pokemon setting. You're just pulling it from the Polka Bank of previous games. Like I don't, yeah, like I don't see how that's any. I just don't see.
0: And so the one argument that I keep saying is, which makes me so, so mad, is that people are like, well, do you remember Gold and Silver? Mm -hmm. The first game was just in that as well. Kanto was just there after you beat the game. And it was like, yeah, it was. You mean on the same fucking platform, on the same fucking engine, where they already
1: had done it all? Also, where they only added like 50 new Pokemon? I think there was 100 in Gen 2. Maybe, but, I mean, they went from 150 to... to 250-ish, 251, whatever. And, like, yeah, dog, that
0: was so long ago the Game Boy was a lot different Mm -hmm. than a fucking full 3D models of everything. And then people are like, well, they're only copying and pasting the models, which is, by the way, is not
1: fucking how programming works. Uh, Also, a lot of those new Pokemon that they added, they created before they took out, and then they added in the new... And then
0: they're like, well, they're just, they're Pokemon and me animations from the previous games. And it's like, and who cares? They're good animations. Well, they're okay. Whatever. It doesn't
1: matter. I turn off the animations.
0: Well, no, I mean, in Pokemon and me, you can't when when you pet the, Mm. pet the, your good boys. um, No, that's what most of the animations are for the Pokemon in this game. Mm. And it's like, yeah. Okay. Well, can you imagine how many less Pokemon there would have been if they made everyone from scratch again? They had to outsource the mm-hmm. modeling of the Pokemon this time b- because there were too many. People are just... I, and Pokemon th- fans are impossible to please. Let's... There's nothing to please. So anyways, people are upset that, about autosaves mm-hmm. because
1: I, I can kind of understand this one. The me. legendaries. Because the legendaries they did say you can turn it off. But also, like, you save before and then, like... You just... And, like, people are assuming that it's just going to, like... You lose the battle, it automatically auto-saves after, and like now you're fucked type I mean, of that, thing.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but you can turn it off. They no. said that specifically, so just turn it off. Shut the fuck up. One, right? one thing I would like to see them add,
1: multiple save slots.
0: Well... I think as close as we're going to get is you can just make a new Switch profile in 8 seconds and do it. Well, I have, like, mine and my cousin's, which is also mine, so I could do that. I mean, I have mine. I have Japani. I have Jumbos. I could just... You can make as many as you want. Right, right. It's not that big a deal. Obviously, it's not
1: ideal, but it's the best we've ever had. You could never do that before because, like, the games were saved to that. To the cartridge. cartridge, yeah. Now they're saved to
0: the yes. the system, so like you can do that. Now. Yes. Which is like, if that's as close as we get, it's whatever. not the worst. but It's like, not the worst.
1: How how hard would it do be to just add a couple saves? Not very, Matt.
0: But that that's fine. Mm. I You can turn it off. Right. Experience share. I get it. I get that people are upset that you can't turn it off. I don't because people constantly. I see this all the time. Are so mad that Pokemon
1: is easier now, but that is not how you make it more difficult. Adding so like I, makes we more... are on the same page here. But I am saying if you want <laughs> yes. to be under leveled to give
0: yourself a challenge, more power to you. We don't know if you can just make this not the case. Right. I would assume that you there is no option to turn it mm-hmm. off because it's just something that happens. But what if there is? We don't know.
1: Here's uh, an idea: ask them to make better AI. Ask them to make it harder. (laughs) Them removing grinding is a good thing i think I, so
0: yeah because who's out there being like oh, i guess i wanted to grind to level up
1: my one pokemon over and over like what who is sitting there going oh man i miss the days where i'd put like shitty pokemon in first and then i'd have to switch it out mid battle to my better pokemon you never even did that and just said fuck, fuck this right
0: off yeah and i'm that just gonna use not... my one pokemon so
1: when experience share was just like a right. universal key
0: item in the mm-hmm. last few games i was like this is the greatest yes, thing ever yes and it, I still think it is. Now the fact that they just get, like, equal experience, basically, is, like... Just like every other art JRPG yeah, out there? I, other than, like, ones that happened in the 90s, early like, 90s. Like, yeah, man, they've, they're they coming into the 21st century now, and people are pissed off about yes. it. I don't get it. And then people are like, why aren't you iterating? Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the no HMs think I think, is really good. Yeah, which, I don't... At this point, I'm no longer excited about that because it's been. It two was games. in there, but I think it's cool. I like. I, it, it's. Been... I'm always worried that Pokemon <laughs> is going to backtrack on a really cool feature that I liked <laughs> mm-hmm. because it happens all the time. It, it's been the last two games. It has, and I have faith that there so, will be no HMs going forward because they realized how stupid it was. Technically, what
1: three? If you technically wanna... three. Yeah. So like, I I think we can. We can stop announcing that there's no more HMs because I just don't see them going back on it now.
0: No, but I mean, like, if you just ask someone that in an interview, usually mm-hmm. it's not a big deal. No, I, no, I mean, no. that was one of the things they decided to tweet Right, at Game Informer, so that's why I was on here. Yeah,
1: well, and I, I put it on there just because, like, it is... It's important. So the fresh.
0: other thing that they said to Game Informer, I personally thought was one of the coolest things I had ever heard. Okay. As someone who likes Pokemon... They specifically said that they are implementing things that they can't talk about yet that make you'll be able to make every Pokemon you have competitively viable if you need to. So they didn't directly say it, but Pokemon have traits called natures, and if you get the wrong nature, that Pokemon's not competitively viable generally, Mm. they make it seem like you'll be able to change the natures and that you will no longer have to breed to make pokemon viable which i i made one perfect pokemon mm-hmm. and it was an eevee and i was making it to be a special defense tank sylveon and i bred forever to get that right that's not a good experience i mean if, unless you enjoy it by all means but like i i shouldn't have to do that right right and especially on a team of six pokemon like it's going to be so arduous to actually make it what exactly what you need it's gotten easier each generation. Which it also gets
1: easier once you have that one. Once you have what you, yeah. Because, like, you can use, like, your highly skilled ones to breed better Pokemon. Yeah. Because, like, I did that, and I really got deep in it. And, like, by the end, I I have pretty much, like, if I want to drag Perfect Dragon, like, I can easily...
0: Yeah, it's a lot lot easier to do once you have that stuff. But, like, you shouldn't have to do that if you just want to play the game at a competitive level. So the fact that it sounds like they're trying to take steps to make it accessible for, like, someone who's not going to fucking breed eggs for, like, 900 hours... That's cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't see anyone bitch about that. I'm sure someone is uh,
1: upset out there. What and I'd it- like to see is them fix the online battling, because if you remember, you can only fight three v three. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, Pokemon six v six. That's that's how battling should be. Yeah. And you can battle your friends that way, but you can't just battle random people. I, it, it's weird. It, it's what are they doing? I don't like. Know. I don't, like um
0: so yeah that's that's all game informers information right now as we speak live on the internet twitch.tv slash pokemon there is a 24-hour stream happening uh it is of a forest area in the game called the glimwood tangle there's a whole bunch of dumb lore out there you can go read about how like hardly any pokemon live in the forest or whatever Mm -hmm. but uh so far there's been a hint of one new pokemon in like a almost 10 hours and that's it there's Mm -hmm. not a lot it's not very exciting it's just like a weird still shot of a forest and sometime pokemon wander through there have been six or seven returning pokemon that were not announced before uh the new one looks like a horse maybe it's ponyta people think it's galarian ponyta hey that would be sick i like ponyta i like rapidash it'd be cool do you think it
1: would be like a leaf or
0: so people for some reason think it's gonna be ghost
1: uh ghost fire i think or it could just ghost but I but yeah, like ghost it's go, ghost
0: something else i don't mm. know fire i don't know that they would do because i think they're always different typing mm. uh or sand slash. That, yeah, some of them were the
1: same yeah. sand slash just was like what ice ice, gra- ice something uh, ice it may be ice ground or maybe
0: just ice because i know a when vulpix and Ninetails were just straight ice But no fairy, were they fairy too? Ninetales added fairy. (sighs) Dang, I'm behind on my Pokemans. Um, that's cool. I I don't know. In my opinion, it is an interesting, like, Mm. marketing thing because 20,000 people are watching a fucking still screen of a forest scenario that, like, on occasion a bush will rustle and 20,000 people will lose their brain. (laughs) But, like, not enough is happening for it. And they're not the first company to do this. Uh, Death Stranding had that one before they released the trailer at the end. Uh, Kojima did another one for another Metal Gear game that was literally just looking out over a cliff, and there was like a thunderstorm, and like there was nothing else. I don't think. Uh, and a couple other games have done this. It, mm. it is a cool concept, and I just think it's funny that twenty thousand people are watching this. I mean, you could just as easily like wait until tomorrow morning, and B or any number of Pokemon sites had someone watching it for twenty four hours, and they can just say like, yeah. 10 p.m. we saw this <laughs> thing's butt what that's cool there at the end of it i'm sure they will officially announce a new pokemon and mm-hmm. be like here you go i they've been doing cool things with that yeah, like yeah. that weird glitched sprite
1: of sir Fetched the last time and people are like what the fuck is this They've done a good job of not getting having this stuff get leaked.
0: Yes, I think maybe that is why uh, Nintendo was cracking down on the press tour. Because mm-hmm. uh, they're like, hey man, remember how the last like four Pokemon games straight, you guys accidentally released everything in a demo? How about we uh, don't do that this time. <laughs> so, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Oops. Yeah. Game Informer getting all the hot info. Matthew.
1: Yes, the uh, Ben Hansen, the video guy. Yeah. He went to the Pokemon Studios and he was in Japan. And then he was like, you know what? I'm just going to stay in Japan mm-hmm. and go visit the Shenmue Studio.
0: Yeah, because who doesn't want to go visit Yu Suzuki? Industry luminary Yu Suzuki. So everybody loves Shenmue.
1: Mm-hmm. So they are proud to announce that. Uh, It very much feels like a sequel to Shenmue. For better or worse. Uh That's literally what they said. Yeah. Um, They have something about, like,. How does Shenmue compare to like other video games? Like open world video games? And Yu Suzuki said that he doesn't play other video no. games. So he
0: doesn't know. Uh, that is deeply concerning <laughs> for a game that has not had a sequel in over a decade. Because uh, I don't know if you've played games in the last yeah, decade, yeah. but a lot has changed
1: since mm-hmm. Shenmue 2. Mm-hmm. Uh oh also something that one of the key points i picked out of uh, the, the voice actors were all directed to keep it exactly the same as they were before and like you so, know
0: if i if i gave a shit <laughs> that would upset me but I'm in it for the laughs, and I think that if Rio had a good mm-hmm. new voice, his, his same voice actor, but doing, like, actual emotion, Trying. I wouldn't like that. Mm-hmm. But now that he sounds just like a stilted robot man still, mm-hmm. perfect.
1: Yeah, he was Good like, voice direction. Yeah, I'm glad. He, that was the voice direction. He was like, are you guys sure you don't want me to, like, modernize this a little bit? And they and were yeah. like, no, 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 that's, no but... that's stupid. We can't <laughs> have that. How will people know that you're right. still the same guy? Exactly. And so they want everyone to sound the same. But apparently, like, they didn't give these kind of directions to the new people. So there is a possibility that, like, the new characters may sound modernized. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. That would be that would be the most perfect thing of all time. Like, you can't even... Oh, my God. I would love nothing better than for Rio to call someone and he's just, like, a stilted robot man and then they are, like, a regular person. Mm-hmm. We noticed at the end of Shenmue 2 that literally anytime <laughs> someone says something to Rio, he mm-hmm. will immediately respond with the last thing they said but as a question. Mm-hmm. So if they're like, oh, we have to go to my village, he would be like, your village? <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I can only hope Shenmue 3 keeps the trend. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so- which this week I had a customer call and she calls every month and she like calls, but like when she says this is her name, she says it like it's a question and I had to just mute my phone cause I just burst out laughing because I couldn't help but think of like Rio and Shenmue where it's like this, why are you saying this? I don't know. I just... Because we did just discover that. And yeah. Everything. Every single time he speaks. But then, like, you can call people. Yeah, you can call people from Shenmue 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. We can call
0: Tom the Hot Dog Man, potentially. Yes. And I've never been more excited about and that. What about Wong? I would. Lo- he's not man enough to receive a call from me, I don't think. <laughs> I'll call him.
1: Okay. <sighs> uh, so that's cool, like, for people who are fans of Shenmue, I mm-hmm. guess. Also, one little tidbit that I thought was fascinating, and I did not know this... Did you know that Sony chipped in some money for this game? I did know that. I See, I did not. Because that. they put...
0: It was on their E3 stage when it was announced. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was like, oh, Sony's funding Shenmue 3. And then they were like, we're opening our Kickstarter. And I was like, this is a weird E3 stage announcement. Mm-hmm. But Sony did chip in some cashola mm-hmm. for that to be the case. Um, to go along with Shenmue 3... If you backed at a high enough tier, which I am proud to announce, I did not back at a high enough tier to receive the playable demo mm-hmm. of the first... You can play for like an hour, one or one in-game day, or until you get to some encounter. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone has reported that it does feel
1: exactly like a Dreamcast game, Um And that's really all I've got for you. Which is what they played that, and then they got to play a segment later on, which is in a bigger village. And apparently, you can drive a forklift. Hell yeah! But not you're not. I'm not there yet. Okay. What you're hauling are arcade machines to like a new arcade, and then you can play the arcade. And then I guess you can play. Oh my god!
0: Is Shinma Three the game of the generation? I but can't wait to play this. Time this
1: time they've game. made like their own Oh, the new yeah cuz like Cause they don't play Sega. Sega, yeah. I guess when he asked if he could like for like Sega, they're like, "Yeah, you can have this license." Like they, they did not put up a, much of a fight. But like at no, the I same th- time, I thought
0: you were going to say he asked Sega if he could use their arcade, and they no, no, said, no. "Fuck no." No.
1: But like I, I guess for like the rights of this game, like Sega was like, "Yeah, like I mean, who else is going to make a Shenmue Mogabe?" So <laughs> Yeah. I mean so I don't know, dude. This is this is uh it's gonna be an interesting
0: experience. Oh, that's putting it mildly, I think. November, very exciting time. Mm-hmm. And so our final news story, Matthew,
1: is really good. Well do you wanna bring in the other Randy Pitchford news? What was the other one? Uh with the voice actor uh Troy Baker. Oh, that one—that one is weird. I mean, that's just—I yeah. figured that was the case, but mm-hmm. i didn't know because like we were talking about, we're going to be talking about Randy Pitchford and Troy Baker was like, "Hey, I guess like they went to him to voice." Uh, yeah,
0: they Reese, Reese, who was his character from Tales of the Borderlands, right. Um, and Randy Pitchford was told that he turned it down, mm-hmm. but I—this seems like a misunderstanding on both sides, right? Like it wasn't anything malicious. I don't think no, in this no. case. Uh, Troy Baker is part of SAG-AFTRA, so he's part of the union. Mm-hmm. And they specifically for uh, Borderlands did not want to go union, so they couldn't get Troy Baker because he has to be in solidarity with the right. union or whatever. So since they were not going to hire union voice talent, they his agent had to say no. Mm-hmm. But like he didn't really know that was the reason, and Randy Pitchford didn't really know that that was the reason. So it just yeah that that's why he yeah, was not voicing reese in the game uh which is interesting yeah um because i know they had to had a strike for a long time and i did not think that troy baker was in on that because he had was voicing a lot of things at that time yeah So yeah. That maybe that's recent i
1: don't know which he's also at, like such a high tier he though. is
0: and I, when the strike happened like things that they had already voiced like years ago were mm-hmm. still coming out right. so maybe just I don't know. Right. Maybe we had a brief period where there was no Troy Baker games and we just didn't realize. Mm, probably not. <laughs> um, so yeah, there was a lawsuit from former Gearbox legal counsel Ray Calendar. Roy Calendar? Calendar? I don't know. Uh, he, Him and Randy Pitchford were friends since childhood. He was the legal counsel. He sued Randy Pitchford and Gearbox... Uh, saying a bunch of stuff about Randy Pitchford, about how he basically illegally obtained $12 million to mm. put towards personal things when that should have gone to employees at the company. He said the thing about how Randy Pitchford was showing his, his weenness off to children at a magic show at his house and stuff. A lot of not really great no. things, right? Randy Pitchford countersued and said, yo, He was also misappropriating funds. One of the ones that was my favorite, he was, quote, trying to get six-pack abs with company money. There were some other things, all of which, like, not great allegations. Less so. Ray Calendar just seemed like maybe he had stolen some money from Gearbox. Randy seemed much more serious in a lot of ways. Yes. Uh, They settled out of court. Uh, they are under NDA, mm-hmm. so no one can talk about it, and there will be no further comment ever. Which, what? Okay. I feel like I don't know, man. When one of the allegations against Randy Pitchford is that, like, maybe he was like doing illicit things with minors, like them just being like, "It's over now. It's fine." Like, not really. I mean, because. Like- Despite the fact that they said both sides apologized and something else, like, that doesn't mean that the allegations are not true. Right. You know what I mean? But, I mean, we will never know that now.
1: I mean, like, I assume, like, authorities are brought in in that kind of a situation.
0: Probably, but, I mean, when you settle in court, we won't know. I mean, just, just because,
1: situation. like, behind the scenes, I mean, like, I don't think... He- yeah, I I have to imagine. I mean, there's probably also that. in that scenario, there's no real way for them to corroborate that information. So I, I they could probably like find out kids who have been there and I guess what, yeah. what's happening. Yeah, I mean, I assume authorities have. They can look into this kind of stuff if they want to. Or need yeah.
0: To. Well, uh, so that's bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder <clears throat> if he got six pack abs or not. Hmm. I don't know. So yeah, that's just over. But the interesting part of it is uh, the former legal counsel, he now is legal counsel for the NRA. Oh. And he was introduced there because of misappropriation of company funds. The head of the NRA was like using it for like personal stuff. Same thing that happened at you. <laughs> so. Interesting.
1: So that's that's yeah. pretty weird. The NRA has some stuff going on. Yes, it does. We don't need to talk about it. No, we don't. But I just thought that was bizarre. Because yeah,
0: right. it was right before the settlement came out. It was in, He announced, or the NRA announced, that he was their legal counsel. Mm-hmm. And so he was their new legal counsel. So then I a bunch of people are speculating, like, does that mean that the Randy Pitchford thing is over? Like, how are you going to be focusing on that when you're already in active litigation with someone else about the same topic that you will be whatever i i weird. have a
1: feeling like those the suit and the counter suit probably just kind of wiped away yeah. no one ended up with any money and yeah same that that's just my kind of guess
0: yeah all right so that'll do it for the news we played some games uh oh i played one game that i forgot about that i'm seeing on the list now and um so yeah we'll talk about this for a bit yep we uh, Shenmue. completed Shenmue yes. 2. It's the second Shenmue game. Yes, we did. I don't have a lot to say about it. The last
1: part, Act 3, was weird. It was
0: very different. You go to a different part of China. You're looking for Bailu Village. Mm-hmm. And you basically walk in the wilderness, but you don't actually walk. You do some running. The game like force walks you most places. And that's really all that
1: happens. Well, the quick time events were There were some different. quick time events, yeah. And they were just, like, really different. You know, yeah. Weird. Uh, we met a new character. I don't remember her name. Shenhua. Shenhua. And she will be in the next
0: game, because yes. the beginning of Shenmue 3 takes place in Bailu Village. There are maybe some revelations of more supernatural goings-on at the end of Shenmue 2.
1: Yes, which was... Uh,
0: which was weird. The magic sword put in the pedestal, and then the... Lights, Lights and the cave opens yeah. up. It's very weird. Not uh, the direction
1: I necessarily wanted to see. The, the I expected it ago. to
0: go that direction because I didn't know how they could continue it going forward with it just being, my name is Ryu Hazuki and I really want to kill Landy because he killed my father. Mm. I'm telling you, Landy and Ryo are going to team up in future Shenmue games because they're going to realize that they were both wronged and there is a greater evil to take care of. That's that's what I'm saying. Uh yeah, the third part was very short and very strange. Yeah. I the ending was like nothing really. Like nothing happened really.
1: Uh, you just kinda uncovered
0: nothing really.
1: Something. You There's like a
0: their parent, her dad, Shenhua's dad, who was the person who made the right. weird artifact boondoggle that the whole game is about he he you find out that he made it and now he left her some message that she has to follow her destiny by going with rio or whatever Mm. he's missing yeah presumably dead i I don't know he just like disappeared he disappeared from a magic cave yeah Uh, yeah i my favorite parts of the last act were where you could sit at a campfire and talk about your favorite shenmue characters such as fuku-san and tom and yeah. hearing him describe Tom to someone who knows nothing about America or even Japan was top-notch.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, she never heard of Japan. Yeah, but
0: she had heard of hot dogs. Right. That was weird. Yeah. There was somewhere that. else that she had heard of, and I was like, you'd never heard of Japan, <laughs> but you've heard of... <sighs> Was it when he said that Nozomi moved to Canada? Yeah. And she had heard of Canada?
1: Or, yeah. Or because the I was like, what something? are you talking about? Right.
0: You live in China. Mm-hmm. What? Alright, well, she'll be in the next game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be able to call all our good friends in the next game. So look forward to that in November when we play Shenmue 3.
1: Also, not to go back to the Shenmue 3 talk. Uh-huh. In the rapid fire questions, they weren't a hundred percent confident the game could get released in uh, November. When they asked, "Is it coming out in November?" he said, "Probably." So that's crazy.
0: They can't delay it again.
1: They could.
0: I mean, they could because I don't think it went gold yet. Death Stranding went gold. Right. They we, can't delay that anymore. We
1: haven't heard anything about. No. That's crazy! Now, they this was back in September, mid-September, so like maybe they're feeling more confident or less confident. Well, they just put the demo out, so we'll see. Unless everybody says that they hate the demo, in which
0: case, I don't think there's anything they can do about it. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so once we beat Shenmue, we've been playing a bunch of random stuff. Yeah. Uh, we played What Remains of Edith Finch, which i have thought about daily since we played it i think yeah
1: uh how deep do you want to talk about this do you want to just kind of briefly talk yeah about just it, briefly
0: because or... i mean the whole thing of it is the story well
1: exactly so i didn't know if you wanted to spoil the no the there's. oh my god uh so it is you
0: play as edith finch mm-hmm. a young girl and you are going back to your family's childhood home for the first time in a few years ten years ten or years or so. i think Um, and your mom has just passed away and she gives you a key that is not to the house it is to strange locks in the house Mm -hmm. and basically you explore the house and learn all about your past family members and essentially how they all died right which
1: some are better than others. They're some are all, better than others. I think they're all interesting enough in their own right. They're all vignettes, and they're all told very differently. Mm-hmm. Aesthetically, they look different. Yeah, aesthetically, they look different. They have different Dif- mechanics sometimes. Yes. Yeah, like the first one, I think is the weakest, and I think yeah, it's a I didn't bad play that with, one. Yeah, where you're just playing as the animals and you're kind of bouncing around. Also, like when you really think about it, like that doesn't explain how she died.
0: No, it was. I mean, all of them have some kind of like weird supernaturally twist because they're made up
1: stories right at least you're led to believe that but But like some are much more obvious some
0: are much more obvious yes and some of them are much much more fucked up than that one uh Uh, yeah there are two in particular that were like
1: whoa i assume you're talking about the baby and the fish yeah
0: those are crazy yeah there's there's a lot that goes on in all of those um and you learn about this family Mm Mm-hmm and it just, it was a very good game. It took, like, yeah. what, like an hour and a half, two hours? Two hours yeah. at the most.
1: Which I think if, like, I think we did miss some stuff, because, like, you remember Sanjay? Yeah. I looked it up, and I guess, like, you find out what happens to him. Oh, really? So, like, there are some stuff that I think we missed.
0: Dang. Well, now I'm going to have to look that up, because mm-hmm. I, I want to know about yeah.
1: Sanjay. Well, I can tell you. Well. Not now, but... We'll see like, yeah, after. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, I don't know, man. If you mm-hmm. have something that can play What Remains of Edith Finch, and you have, like, two hours i it's super cool
1: i don't it's, it's really good i wonder if it's on pc game pass it's definitely on. it Xbox. is
0: definitely on pc at least and it's, it's not very expensive
1: no like i remember if it was even on like the epic store because i downloaded it yeah. it was one of the free it was it was free on
0: playstation plus at one point mm. um it's super cool yeah. i like as just a narrative thing it is i think it's one of the better excellently done
1: i think it's one of the better adventure games i played this generation
0: yeah it's super cool like when mm-hmm. people were talking about it a couple years ago when it came out mm-hmm. i it just kind of passed over me right. and like even when people were blatantly spoiling it i guess i didn't like pay any attention because i didn't remember any of it but it is super well done and i yeah. hope that they make something else that's just as cool it took him like five years to make yeah. it for a short thing but i a lot of craft and work went yes, into it yes. yeah very cool
1: uh abzu is another you know adventure game yeah thing. you're like
0: a fish man. you're like a robot and you swim with the fish and that's like the most context you get there is no dialogue no. you just swim around you find these weird little drone guys And it seems like it has a theme of, like, nature versus society, like nature Mm -hmm. versus machinery and all that modernization. Uh, Yeah, you can, I guess. You can meditate and, like, look at different fish. Uh, Because of that, I learned all about the Mm sunfish,
1: which is pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's a beautiful game. Yeah, it looks very good aesthetically. And uh, you just kind of swim around, look at fish, and there is a weird like you don't really feel like you're progressing. You're just kind of moving, but like at the same time, you're like, oh, I feel like I'm just accidentally stumbling upon the next part. Yeah, it's, it just feels weird.
0: Yeah, it was it was a very strange game. It didn't do a lot for me. I don't think overall.
1: No, I, like it it felt very much like Journey or like the Play Dead games. Where they just eh, they're they're not I I prefer the adventure games like uh, What Remains of Edith Finch Yeah
0: like I need like an mm-hmm. actual narrative yes, hook yes. to get me in not just like you're swimming
1: around and There's one more game we didn't talk about Manny Oh God Do you want to talk about it <laughs> uh, Zelda Two is a bad
0: game The Zelda Two is a bad game. What are you talking
1: about? It's an Zelda, RPG. Zelda 2 is a bad game. It's a side-scrolling RPG. It's so bad. <laughs> Why is it so bad? Well, I don't understand. Like, There's some enemies that you don't get experience when you kill them, but when they hit you, you lose experience. You always lose experience, but you don't always gain the experience. That's I, a so good game mechanic. The part where you level up in Zelda 2 Link's Adventure is that what it's called that's what it's called yes also it's a bad leveling up system where you don't even get to pick what you're leveling up no it picks one of the three things attack magic or something else
0: uh health health there you go uh and like the part where you can level up i always like that the part where you don't get to pick what you level up and it seems random is bad the part where experience gain is random is bad the part where Link has the most limp dick dagger sword I've ever experienced in my life is very bad. Why even have it? Why have it?
1: So you're looking forward to? I playing I can't that? wait you to play
0: more of. Are, is Zelda this two.
1: something that? Do, do you want to see how long before it breaks us? Yeah, I think I'm. I don't know that we can beat it. I think one of things, one of two things, is going to happen. We either it breaks us before or you go to Japan and we never never play game. it again. That is the other both probable <laughs> options.
0: It just like, I also, it's how the, how, how mm-hmm. did they make that game? And then they made a link to the past. It's impossible.
1: And then after they made another great game that we'll talk. about. I, yeah. Then they made links. Away. Like it's, it's impossible. <laughs> it's such a bad game. Yeah. It is, it, but it's just so bizarre for a... Why enemies. is it a
0: side-scroller? Why does it... Why? Why?
1: What the fuck? I mean, if they just gave, like, a slightly better sword, it would if just... If it was
0: even... Yeah, like, you have to, like, crouch and try mm-hmm. to pick your thing. Pick, pick your timing for hitting really well, because sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't.
1: But there's a rewind feature? There is
0: a rewind feature on the Switch NES thing, so you can, uh... You get hit, you can rewind it
1: which i did like minutes you did i got hit a lot so i
0: was not gonna rewind every time that that happened uh and you know it has the best part so far is all the dialogue oh uh yeah, yeah. the, the fame one of the most famous mistranslations in video games where the guy says i am error because uh, his name is presumably error and just everybody anything
1: anyone says pure gold uh i keys you find in the dungeon should be used in that dungeon? I don't know if uh you're familiar with this game mechanic.
0: So what I what I like about that is like it's fun to clown on old mm-hmm. translations like that. Sometimes they were just poorly translated, but I think in this case uh the text limit of US characters was an issue because right. like in Japanese you could say whatever you needed to say in like four characters and then
1: yeah. Right.
0: Uh I actually i have been reading a book about the translation of the original legend of zelda and there is a lot of that kind of stuff in Mm -hmm. there where like they had to remove some sprites so that they could fit the sprites for the letters in different sprite sheets so they didn't go over the memory and all kinds of bizarre shit so that happened a lot in nes games Mm -hmm. uh but boy i am error classic Mm -hmm. fucking terrible
1: game it's not off to a good start no not a fan so far but maybe we'll turn around.
0: Uh, maybe it'll be great. Shenmu Shen yeah. sold us. Shenmu got me, <laughs> but this one I don't think will get me.
1: <laughs> All right,
0: you played Riverbound. I did. Do you Bond bound? Know. It is Riverbound. You're right. Um, I had, was this originally announced in a Nintendo Indie Direct, perhaps. I have no idea. I think it was describe it to me
1: <laughs> okay okay take the art style it's like a blocky art style like a childish blocky art style so like maybe like something like minecraft i'm almost positive this was announced in nintendo direct now take the zelda uh, not the zelda the lego gameplay and then fuse that with Mega Man level <sighs> design And that is Riverbond.
0: Okay. It was in some type of Nintendo thing in May Mm. uh, that they first announced this game, I believe. That sounds like a bizarre mashup of many, many different things.
1: It it was weird and, like, mind-numbingly easy.
0: Okay. Did you like it? It was Okay. Okay.
1: Uh, so like It was
0: on Game Pass, right? Yes, yeah, so it was okay. on Game
1: Pass. So I was just kind of looking for something to just kind of dick around with for a little bit. And, like, you start the game, and it just kind of shows, like, these eight different levels, and you can pick in any order you want to play the levels. So that's where I'm saying, like, the Mega Man, where, like... You can just kind of pick whatever one. Now, unlike a Mega Man, when you play through the level... You don't get, like, a power-up that no, makes the others no, easier? No. Okay. But you don't really need a power-up to make things easier. <laughs> it's just already naturally easy. It's just, yes, very, <laughs> okay. very, very easy. You have a lot of different weapons. I just kind of stuck with the sword, because, like, it it just kind of had, like, a good horizontal where it could hit multiple enemies at once. Or, like, there was a spear, but that just kind of stabbed forward, and you can get hit on the sides. There was a gun, or like multiple different guns you could pick up, and it may be the worst twin stick shooter I've ever played. Okay, cool. So like, I had no control over that. Uh, So, yeah, I just kind of... The nice thing about it, and the reason why I kept playing it, it was the easiest achievements you could ever get. (laughs) I beat the game in like four hours, and I got 880 achievements. Wow. With barely trying okay i bet you you could get all thousand in like six hours
0: nice um okay
1: yeah so that that's river bond mm-hmm. that came out this year yes yes okay i think it's like norwegian or something because like the o has like an i in it or something oh interesting so like i i don't it, it might not be river bond or something it's river bond Boind Boind, I don't know.
0: Uh you've also been playing Assassin's Creed Origins. I finally beat him. Uh, oh, how's Bayek? He's alright. Yeah, I he that name is too cool. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the name of his bird? Sunu. Nice. I gotcha. That was, I remember learning that, mm-hmm. and I ask Nukia every so often, <laughs> do you remember the name of Bilex Bird? And neither <laughs> one of us can ever remember. I don't remember how that joke came to be, but we both discovered that the bird had a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've
1: not played this game. Yeah. so I'm... It was 42 hours, and I really kind of took my time with it. Okay, I looked it up. My first achievement was August 23rd. Holy shit. So yeah, yeah. Little I just played little bits here and there. A lot of times I was getting up in the mornings. I get up at six forty-five and I play like an hour before, like showering and getting ready for work, Mm. which was nice because then I'm like getting to work and I'm not like exhausted first thing in the morning. I'm actually kind of more awake.
0: I don't know what that feels like.
1: And it it was the perfect game that you could just kind of like brain dead play for an hour first thing in the morning. Yeah. Uh, The story never really. Got interesting for me. Interesting until like hour thirty three into the game.
0: <laughs> that's what you'd love to hear yes. about a forty
1: hour experience. But I mean, like you're not playing Assassin's Creed for the story. I you knew, I knew, was new Assassin. I did Creed. <laughs> Do you
0: know people like the story of uh, what's its fuck origin? No, that's this one. Not Odyssey. Uh, Odyssey yeah. No. Yeah, you said the last part was cool.
1: Oh, but that got weird. Like, yeah, you know, but
0: then then they made the DLC and people mm-hmm. like that. There's a, the last DLC for that game yes. came out just
1: right. recently, or it's coming out. See, like that had like a weirder where it was like three different stories of things going on. Yeah, there was like the mythology, there was like the assassin, like you had to assassinate people, and then there was like the main story. Yeah, so like, I guess some of that was more interesting than basically all of this, but like. <laughs> I don't know. There I I don't wanna spoil anything. How many bandits did you kill? Too many. <laughs> and I, I can I had to stop doing side missions. I
0: because they're randomly generated, I believe. Not just that. Okay.
1: Every single one is going to this area <laughs> and investigate quote unquote quote unquotes. Where you just walk around and you just kind of like inspect things until you fill up a bar. And then you're like, oh, you're a master uh, investigator. And now you've discovered something and now go like 300 feet in a direction. Wow. That was pretty much every single side (laughs) mission. And I just went, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) I don't mind, like, doing the camps and stuff because I kind of liked just the gameplay of, like, hiding and just kind of stealthing around and killing. Mm. I will say the other game was a lot better about, like, when you mess up, you could just kind of fight your way out of it. Because it just had better abilities and more fun abilities. Where this game, like, you had you have this like power like super meter mm-hmm. and you're you only have one move in assassin's creed origins and it's just like this power move where you leap forward and stab a guy in the other odyssey like you had multiple different options and you could really kind of customize it to your playstyle so like one of the abilities that i had was it could take a shield and just like rip it off an enemy which was very nice because this game like i'm just like rolling all over the place trying to hit them but i have been
0: told that the main strat in this game is to get that weird controllable arrow yes and kill everyone with that
1: Mm -hmm. where like odyssey you didn't you could just rip it off which you could also like it had a an ability like that in odyssey but it just had better abilities and it just felt like a more fleshed out rpg yeah but all at the same time
0: odyssey is the sequel to
1: this so i mean it makes sense kind of also it's considerably longer yeah if you remember i played that game for like 65 hours i do remember that where this one 42 nice so i don't know which one i would say is better just because i think odyssey is too long. long yeah and just too big, where this would this definitely did feel much more condensed. And I did think, like, in a historical setting, it was very interesting, because I don't know how familiar you, you are with, like, Cleopatra, Egypt.
0: Not very, but, I mean, I think Egyptian culture is very interesting with the, all the gods and stuff.
1: But... Well, this is, like, Cleopatra is more Greek, uh. because it's, like, after... Um, great like alexander the great and he conquered like you know the known world or whatever yeah and then alexander the great died he split up all his territories and gave it to generals so ptolemy took over egypt and greece you know he's greek and then like cleopatra is the lineage of ptolemy so it's like cleopatra is like half greek half egyptian so it's like so you have like egyptians you have greeks you have romans in this time period Mm. so it's just a very interesting time period and there are some historical things that happen that like happen in this game that i also found kind of interesting
0: is it the dlc for this game where you like go into hell and like do the stuff with anubis there's something about that I haven't... I just
1: beat the game okay. yesterday. I,
0: I just remember people talking about like a side quest where you mm-hmm. like do the Anubis afterlife stuff. I haven't checked and like that's the stuff. part that would be the most interesting to me, I think, about this whole I kind of
1: want to just try... I think I'm going to do it this weekend. Just the discovery mode.
0: Oh, yeah, where you can go around and learn yes. about the stuff. Yes,
1: yeah. that seems kind of interesting, so mm-hmm. I kind of want to check that stuff out. So. Yeah. So, yep, I finally beat Assassin's Creed after, like almost a month and a half yeah nice and i'm happy to it was the perfect game and it was well worth the eight dollars that i spent (laughs) yeah i for sure
0: i played a game that wasn't even worth the free i spent on it it was that bad i think it's not great and i only played it because we talked about it on the podcast i played i love you colonel sanders a finger licking good dating simulator i played it earlier today oh it was today it took me 40 minutes and i had already forgotten that i played it until we started the podcast okay so i wanted this to be either actually funny or so bad it was funny Mm -hmm. and it walks a middle line where it is neither funny or so bad it's funny and it's Mm -hmm. just like a thing that is happening it did almost make me go buy KFC, but... So it's uh, doing its job there. I, I went to Dunkin' Donuts and said... <laughs> um, I... So the bizarre thing about this is... I'm going to spoil this whole thing, just just no. so everyone knows. I know, you were going to play, I... but you can't now. No. Uh, you start the game, you are... And a nothing person. Like, you just give your name, and weirdly, it's in all caps, even though my keyboard wasn't in all caps. And so my name was all caps at all times, anytime someone said it. And you're neither a boy or a girl. You're just a student at the world's foremost Culinary Institute. Okay. They are famous for their legendary three day semesters. Wow. Yeah, so you know the game's only going to be three days, which I think was their whole joke there. Not a great one. You get there, you meet your best friend. Keep in mind, I cannot remember anyone's name, okay?
1: What about Colonel Sanders?
0: Other than Colonel Sanders. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Uh, So your best friend, she is this weird, like, kind of awkward girl. Uh, She's really supportive of you. Mm -hmm. There are two of your bullies. One is, like, a very stereotypical, like, bad anime lady whose cleavage is being shown... With a heart cut out in her shirt, mm-hmm. um, and then her weird crony guy who literally looks like a character from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and he does poses like that. So I think it's like a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure joke, which like
1: is this was this made by Japanese or like uh, Americans?
0: I didn't look up the developer, but I had never seen them before. Okay, uh, I think they were American. Um, Just trying to um, be trying Japanese. to be Japanese, which makes it even less funny to me. Yes. I think. Uh so yeah then they're like mean to you uh and you go to class and your professor is a dog it's a corgi
1: Did you like that or not? Not nah, I
0: mean it was fine. Uh it wears a chef hat. That's cool. Uh the other people in your class are this guy named student who they just rip on the entire time and like interrupt him and never let him finish or tell you his name. That wasn't really a good gimmick. Uh, there is a sentient oven. I believe his name was Clink. That might be the best character in the game. Because, well, what? Uh, there is a really weird kid named Pop. And he just, like, sucks and is bullied because of it. Like, that's not great either. And Colonel Sanders.
1: Why is there a lot of bullying in this game? Uh, you know,
0: Is Colonel Sanders a student? He is a student. Okay. Uh, anyone can enroll. It's a culinary institute. So, he comes into class, Every the game immediately tells you that you are all attracted to him. Okay. Uh, like, you don't get to choose that. Uh, you just are attractive to him. And they make him, like, weird, stereotypical, like... Uh, hot anime guy, basically.
1: But with, like, white hair, right?
0: Yeah, he looks like Colonel Sanders, just super anime-fied, and he has a staff with a chicken on the top of it, and he wears the red apron, usually. Mm. And he comes in, and he tells everyone about his dream to create a chain of chicken restaurants, and everyone's like, whoa, that's so cool, and your character's like, whoa, you're the hottest guy I've ever met (laughs) in my life. And you just go through this weird series of challenges where... They ask you a bunch of questions, and I learned very quickly that any time one of the answers has the word chicken in it, or something from the KFC menu, that is the correct answer. <laughs> Because if you choose something that is like, oh, this would work as an answer, they're like, no, fuck that. And then you're like, well, what about mashed potatoes? And they're like, oh, mashed potatoes. That's my favorite. (laughs) So the game starts. This is the only thing I thought was funny is the first choice in the game you get is like, oh, it's the first day of the semester. uh but you're still tired. You can either just choose to stay in bed and sleep forever or go to class. And I chose the second option and it literally just said, you stay to sleep forever. Game over. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to start over. It was like two seconds in, so it didn't matter. Uh, That was funny, Mm -hmm. I thought. There were a bunch of other points where like they give you a choice between to do something or not to do something and it was very obvious that if you chose the other one you would get a game over Mm. and it didn't seem like it was saving so i didn't want to like test it out to make sure because i was not going to start it over um and as you go you just become like weirdly obsessed with colonel sanders and you fight a spork monster one of the questions is what's the greatest utensil ever the answer is a spork
1: obviously because spork's a kfc what other options are there is this like fork and spoon basically uh but it's a spork in case you're wondering so what happens if you pick the wrong one you have to just pick again
0: no it's written some of those questions they just say no you're wrong and then you just move on um and they just they focus on all this kfc food throughout it like in the beginning you wake up and eat a biscuit Mm. you're like what and like each time they talk about it they cut to a separate drawing of the kfc food and usually it's in the like striped bucket like at one point at lunch colonel sanders brings in a bucket of chicken in the bucket and someone is like oh in a bucket how novel it's just like what the fuck is this what is this <laughs> and so Eventually you get invited back to his house and, like, you can click on all the stuff in his room when he goes to the bathroom Mm. to, like, learn about him and you don't actually learn anything. Uh, He, like, looked like an old man when he was a baby is what I gathered (laughs) from that. He tells you the secret ingredient of the 11 herbs and spices, uh, but it is, like, a redacted bar, but Mm. it's just white. And so, like... There was one point where I could have told my friend the secret ingredient, but I didn't because I didn't want to betray the colonel's crust. Mm. Trust. The crust. (laughs) There's also another point where they call him Mr. Sanders and he says, please call me the colonel. (laughs) Someone told me that I would just be like, shut the fuck up. No one's going to call you that. Um, in the end, you're in the final exam, okay? And th- I realized at the end, this was the entire point of them making this game, which is buck-ass wild, is there are no rules in the kitchen you can make whatever. And okay. your two rivals, like, they make, like, weirdly elaborate desserts. Like, earlier in the game, you had a cooking contest, and one of them is, like, it's pancakes, but then when you get into the pancakes, there is, like, a smaller dish inside of it. Okay so anyways they're making all these fancy desserts and you are um your plan is to make mac and cheese and something else and the something else doesn't end up working out like something happens there i don't remember what the fuck goes on mm-hmm. you don't end up making it it like burns or whatever and you just have mac and cheese and so you realize you're not gonna be able to win um, Your teacher goes through, judges everyone, they all get DQ'd, except for you and Colonel Sanders. And so then, Colonel Sanders says, like, I don't want you to lose, but there are no rules, so we will combine our two dishes together. And so, I went to KFC a couple weeks ago, and there's a new menu item the f- alongside the Famous Bowls and the other ones, and it is the Mac, mac, and, mac and, cheese. and Cheese Bowl. bowl yes. And I almost bought it then, but I was like... I realized after I had ordered, and I was going to tell the guy, hey, cancel my famous bowls. I want
1: to try the spicy mac and cheese bowl or the mac and cheese bowl. See, my concern is have you had mac and cheese from KFC? It's okay. It's not great. It's not great.
0: And we both know I love famous bowls. Yes. So I just went with the safer option. I I would try a spicy. I would recommend getting like one of each. One of each, yeah. So that I know I'm going to get something I really
1: enjoy. Yeah. So, like, when you're like, oh, this is mac and cheese but has no flavor. Yeah. Because that's how their (laughs) mac and cheese is. (laughs) you can at least eat something that's okay yeah so
0: anyways they combine his chicken and your mac and cheese and it is a mac and cheese bowl and the professor loves it and says like this is the greatest thing i've ever had you guys pass the semester and then instead of like you kissing colonel sanders or like entering in a relationship with him or something you like become business partners and then the game is over So it, like, wasn't funny, and, like, the choices really weren't... So
1: this was all just a way to advertise. yeah,
0: dog. It was all a way to advertise the mac and cheese bowl. That's... Which, like, obviously, this is for advertising KFC. Like, that's the whole purpose of it being free. I maybe would have put a little more effort into it. Well, they put 45 minutes into... They claim that there are hours worth of options in the steam page and i was like oh i don't want to do that uh so i think if i went back through maybe there's other paths you can take Hmm. because you can be like mean to your bullies i could have cursed them with a magic spell but i chose
1: not to and the colonel respected my choice and he loved me more because of it i bet you it doesn't matter what you choose almost certainly because like if you have to come together at the end like it can't they can't deviate from that
0: no and there were multiple points where i like picked the wrong thing and then i passed out but the colonel brought me home Mm, so that was cool uh one of the options that i almost picked was make a pass at the colonel and I think that one may have been the only good option in the game, but I did not choose it. So, mm. Yeah, it was not worth 40 minutes, I don't think, but I had to know right. like, what was going on there, and uh, that's what was going on. Is a not-so-great, ironic visual novel that's trying really hard to have this Japanese aesthetic. Right. I was misled by the kind of okay anime-style opening it had, and I was like, maybe this will be all right. And then I was like, uh, "No thanks." But
1: it only took forty-five. minutes. It did, so. and
0: it was free, so I can't like you know, it's time I can't get back. Right, but it was not the biggest waste of time of all time.
1: Plus, you can count it as a game you beat this year.
0: Oh yeah, it'll be on my top ten for sure, definitely. I
1: could get brought up in another like
0: story of the year yeah story of the year i loved when i made i wasn't expecting them to mix the chicken and the mac and cheese and now
1: colonel sanders can be one of the best characters of the year that's true oh my god
0: there was one point where he made mashed potatoes and then it talked about how he took out a gravy boat to put the the gravy on it and i was just thinking like that would never happen no one at kfc is like got a gravy boat no although that would be awesome
1: there's Good. definitely just a, a humongous that of gravy yeah e- like it's just like one of those huge pots. and you get like a shitty ladle and yes, you goop yes. it right
0: in there yeah but i was like can you imagine a kfc employee using a gravy boat no not me i
1: don't want to see the inside of a kfc chicken no or a kitchen no i am content with not knowing what that's like I feel like something tells me Taco Bell would be the worst for some reason.
0: Oh uh, yeah, Taco Bell would be pretty fucked up. I, I think. I don't like that is
1: the one I'd want to see the least.
0: Yeah, I actually I wouldn't want to see the inside of a McDonald's the most because I eat at McDonald's so often. I'm afraid of what goes on.
1: See, I think I eat a uh,
0: Taco Bell. I have more been hearing. Often stories on podcasts i listened to recently about people who clean mcdonald's we don't need to talk about it yeah shit is fucked up don't order milkshakes at mcdonald's uh anyways this week i mainly used to clean up games that i had not beaten i beat borderlands i beat astral chain Mm -hmm. don't really have much more to say about those i am at hour 90 Mm -hmm. in monster hunter world Iceborne. still only at like the halfway point of the story so i the past like 15 hours was just me playing today and yesterday Mm -hmm. i was not at a high enough level overall to unlock all the content from the main game and you can upgrade some of that stuff in iceborne so since i haven't been able to play with our friend nukio who i've been playing through with i've just been going up and leveling up playing Mm -hmm. older content which is hilariously easy with the new gear like i could fall asleep mid-battle and still live probably And instead of it taking, like, between 20 and 40 minutes, it takes, like, five. Oh. So it's not bad. I can just, like, dumpster a monster and be like, oh, whatever. Are you putting
1: stuff on in the background or no?
0: Yeah, I have had videos on in the background, just, like, streams and stuff, not really paying attention fully. Um, But that's because on Tuesday... The John Wick game comes out, Indivisible right. comes out, and Concrete Genie comes out, and I want to and play all three of those.
1: Also, ukulele.
0: It does, but I don't want to spend thirty dollars on that. It does look so good, though, and it's
1: reviewing well. It lo- did you watch the quick look? Yes. It looks so good. Yeah. Fuck.
0: Maybe I'll buy it before I go to Japan because it's on Switch. If it runs well, it's forty on Switch. What the fuck?
1: I th- it might be only thirty digitally, but if you buy it physically, I'll it's buy it. I'll, I mean, you. I would
0: buy it digitally. Um,
1: yeah, that that looks really cool. Yeah, it's so, like it's like all right. Thank you, thank you that this game is good. So yeah,
0: I, I mainly just been playing Iceborne, and mm-hmm. like, it is probably the best expansion to anything I've ever played. Like Monster Hunter World was awesome, right. and like it modernized Monster Hunter in a way that regular people could play. I said that last week. This just takes all of that same stuff adds even more quality of life features, adds like over twice the amount of content. It's insane. Mm -hmm. It is definitely the game I've put the most hours into this year. And since I'm like halfway through the story part and the first major update comes out in six days, Mm -hmm. like I'm screwed, man.
1: Would you estimate you've probably put in just 150 plus hours this year alone? In Monster Hunter? Yes. No, only 90. That's just... Or 80 or 90. This is just this expansion though. That's just this expansion, yeah. I did. I had
0: not played since.
1: Oh, you weren't. You hadn't. I thought you were just kind of. I played occasionally. I played some last year. I thought you were occasionally playing throughout the year. No,
0: this year they hadn't put out any like new Mm -hmm. cool content. They actually just announced today that you can get skins of Mm -hmm. Claire and Leon from Resident Evil, and you can decorate your house with a bunch of dumb Resident Evil shit. God, I love this game. The Horizon Zero Dawn content comes out soon. Mm -hmm. I did their Witcher content, so I can be Geralt now so sick uh, and you fight a monster from the witcher a just like a weird um tree spirit that can control animals that was actually like they put way more effort into that than i ever would have expected like he was they even had like the witcher quest things and like the sound from when you would complete it there were side quests on the map it was ridiculous um, that that's old content. The Iceborne yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. There is so much, and I'm afraid because when I get to the end game, people say it unlocks so much more once you actually beat it. Oh boy! I mean, I'll keep playing it, and I am enjoying it. But right? It's wild how much I have played it, and it doesn't feel like I've played it that long, which is even scarier. Yeah. Because like days will melt, and I'll be like, oh, it's 5 a.m. Oh god! Like yeah. me and Nukio on his days off because he doesn't work uh monday nights and tuesday nights Mm -hmm. usually since i close wednesday night i can stay up really late so it'll be like 5 30 in the morning i'll be like dude i gotta go to bed like we can't do this (laughs) um this week i might not be able to play as much which kind of sucks because i i want to beat it just because there are specific monsters that you don't get till after the game is over that i really want to fight right because i need to upgrade a specific fucking weapon but I've upgraded a lot of armor, made a lot of stuff. It is super dope. Um, and so with that, we'll transition to part three, which mm-hmm. is a game that we both played. Yes. I will be curious to see how many hours of this I played. Because I felt like it was a long time. Um, but I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, yes. So uh, I'm coming to this. I'm. We're talking about Link's Awakening, yes. the remake for Switch. I'm coming to this as someone who played this when I was like... Five and six years old right and i loved it then it was probably actually the first zelda game i ever played wow uh before linked uh, i actually don't know i can't say for sure now mm-hmm. because i remember renting a link to the past numerous times and i had a game boy and a snes at about the same time but mm-hmm. i loved it back then mm-hmm. so i knew that i would like it again now right i was curious as to whether the because Internet? Th- well, just in general. Like, mm-hmm. no one... Re- they didn't update it, really. Like, it just looks new graphically and has yes. some new features. Uh, most notably, only exists because it's not on the Game Boy. Some of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you you seem to enjoy it. Uh, I enjoyed overall. it a lot. I think it's very good.
1: Like, this is the closest... Like, I heard it all the time with Breath of the Wild. Like, this is this is taking me back to my childhood. This is what... This is reminding me of, like, my childhood and, like, how I felt then. Breath of the Wild never gave me that. This game is fe- did give me that feeling okay. of, like, this was, like, playing A Link to the Past for the first time. And it very much just feels like a sequel to A Link to the Past. So, I,
0: I actually... I know a lot about this game, so yes. I can talk a lot about its development and stuff. Right.
1: But, um. Yeah, and it was made at the same time, and they were like, hey, let's just, like, do some weird stuff. Basically, yeah. Um. But I don't know if I would have had the patience to play it back
0: then. I I mean, I did, obviously, because I was young and they had to all the time. But See, I. See, like, played it's less
1: that and more just, like. Because it was only two buttons. Mm hmm. So
0: that, that is what that is the main difference that I think makes this inherently more playable yes. than the original version is the Game Boy had the D-pad, start, select, A, and B. Right, Start and select did very specific things. They were like menu things. So you couldn't use those to do anything. A and B, you would have to like swap out your sword yes. and your shield. Everything would be swapped between those two buttons. Whereas since the Switch has more buttons, mm. you will always have your shield out. You will always have your sword out and you don't have to equip things like the strength bracelet to lift things you would have to equip that separately as oh, well Yeah. See, like, you would have to equip the pegasus boots and like you have to lift stuff all the time yes. you have to lift you have to use the pegasus boots all the time obviously you to, your sword
1: your shield you have to jump i was going to say like I, I when i got that in the first dungeon i don't know that i ever unequipped that it it stayed in the same exact spot the entire game which was the Y or you know square?
0: Yeah, that's the same for me.
1: And I mean that I was using. I mean, that I would just jump for fun. Yes, yes. Yeah. So like I, yeah, it is a lot more playable because yes. of that. Like you are in menus
0: all the fucking time. That's in that why that I game. like
1: I couldn't imagine every time I jumped having to stop the game, open up a menu. I would have just, excuse me, it would have just broke me.
0: Yeah, and so what I think is weird about it is, like, I know a lot of people who really like Zelda, but they would always say, I never played Link to the Past, or uh, Link's Awakening back then, and I can't go back and do it now because it's, like, it's just modernization of games has come too far Mm. that the stuff is just too frustrating. or it's like, I didn't have that because I, I played it back then. I remember borrowing it from a friend numerous times, the original version, mm-hmm. and then I personally still own the Game Boy Color version, the DX version. Mm-hmm. And I played it on a non-Game Boy Color. It was one of the few games that was like not just Game Boy Color exclusive. So I, for those who remember Game Boy cartridges, they have a little notch out of the corner because when the system turns on, it like locks the cart in place. Game Boy Color cartridges did not have that to make sure you could only play them in a Game Boy Color Mm -hmm. because they did not have that latch. So, like, if you tried to turn it on in a regular Game Boy, it hit that. Link's Awakening DX still had the notch, but it had specific things for the Game Boy Color version, which are in this game. Yes. Which is crazy. Uh, Obviously, it does not have uh, compatibility with the Game Boy Printer. I know that's a bummer. We don't have that functionality. <laughs> but, uh, that, so it added Game Boy printer functionality and it added a specific color only dungeon. Mm-hmm. And the entire game was colorized like they had it programmed in there, but you could still play it on an original Game Boy if you right. wanted to. Um, it's super cool. So, yeah. Link's Awakening, now I'm going to keep mixing up the two. Link to the Past, mm-hmm. what well, came out in 1991 yes. for the Super Nintendo. Um, Link's Awakening came out in 1993 for the original Game Boy. And originally it started with one of the developers messing around with the Game Boy development kit after hours just mm-hmm. like as yeah. for fun and then he uh had enough stuff in it that it got greenlit for them to make a game which was originally supposed to be a Game Boy port of Link oh, to the Past. Right. Um and then they ended up adding so much stuff and making it different that it turned into its own different game um i always think this is weird because i hear this come up a lot but their main inspiration for this game was the show twin peaks um which also deadly premonition and so so many other japanese things i think it's weird because it was an american show but it influenced a lot of japanese developers around like in the early 90s um Specifically because it's the small town and everything is kind of weird and cryptic and you don't really know what's going Mm. on, other than the owl telling you what's going on. But everybody else is just kind of strange.
1: Yeah, but and that owl, I'd just be like, that is some cryptic shit a lot of the times. (laughs) But I mean, like a couple of them were like, okay, I know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah,
0: and it just that is one of the things that I really like about it is it still feels like you're solving a problem like even with figuring out where to go next Mm -hmm. and i i saw a lot of people just on the internet and a lot of people that i talked to saying that they would get frustrated quite often not knowing where to go next and that is something that i think just comes from the way people play modern games because I still do this now where I explore things in Mm -hmm. games sometimes to the detriment of the game. Because I'll, like, sneak into little corners where you're never supposed to be able to go. And it's like, something's got to be in here. And the developers never intended for anyone to, like, go down this fucking one-way
1: hallway. I mean, I guess our conversation with The Last of Us where you played a lot more than I did.
0: Yeah, and, and, like... I, I just do that, but like in this game it it rewards that type of gameplay. Right. Whereas I feel like a lot of modern games don't. See? Most modern games also just directly tell you where to go. Like when you beat a dungeon, the owl will say where to go. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people will just miss that or not really pay attention. I don't know
1: if but then you can go and ask like talk to the guy on the phone.
0: You can talk to yes, yeah, so the original game had that where you could go and talk mm-hmm. to Larah on the
1: phone. Um, and then also like, and maybe this was just me, but I was I did exactly what you did. I was like exploring everything, yeah, exploring everything, yeah. And then like, cause like the game has pins. I had pins. Oh, see,
0: I didn't pin anything, but I just remember the layout of the map. Usually, I had so. pins
1: everywhere, <laughs> so like I had like the hearts, like especially like every single heart that I had found yeah. that I couldn't access. So then like after I finished any dungeon, I'd be like, okay, now I can swim. Yeah. So I'm gonna go to all these areas and see if now I can get and and i just kept just kind of doing that and i had pins all over the map and then once i got you know the chest or the heart i would kind of get rid of that pin yeah but even in dungeons, I was doing a lot of pins because, like, especially the two last ones where you're going up and down stairs oh, all the yeah, time. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, square is up, and, like, it's, like, and I just kind of marked the two stairs, and then it's like, all right, square, it takes me there.
0: Yeah, that actually makes sense because then in the last dungeon, I wouldn't have been as frustrated
1: with myself being, mm-hmm. like... Which stair, Which stair takes. takes me what? I'm yeah. an idiot, and so I then I I, around like a moron. I learned to do yeah. that. I did not have issues with the eighth dungeon, the final dungeon.
0: No, no,
1: I, no, not not the. You're talking the egg or the? I'm talking the eighth. yeah the eighth dungeon. Yeah, I did not either. I had issues with the
0: seventh. So a lot of people have issues with that. I remembered exactly what to do because my child brain awoke when I played this game. Like, Mm. I started it, and immediately I was like, holy shit, I remember this entire game. Mm. And so, like, I knew where to take the ball. I knew to throw it at the pillars. I remember the final one being a pain in the ass, and I remembered exactly how to do it. And I was like, oh, this is so satisfying. See, like, I
1: figured, I I immediately walked in that room, and I was like, I know I need to get this ball into the next room, so I, I... dicked around with that eventually got it in there and i was like all right i know i just have to throw this ball at this this and i did that for the first three and then i was like how am i supposed to get this fourth one so i eventually just had to look up a guide oh okay i
0: did not have to look up a guide other
1: than when i was trying
0: to find all the seashells mm. um but that's just because i had done it before and i remembered. See, but
1: i i was around 30 ish And then I looked up a guide and I was like, all right, I only need to get to 40 to get the sword. I don't care about the final. I am
0: at 48 now. Mm. One of them is by doing the dungeon thing, so I know how to do that. And the other one is by getting the record in the rafting minigame and you have to use the hook shot and like, I'm just bad at it. Mm. And so after I spent the remaining 300 rupees I had on it and was like... I don't want to grind for more rupees, and the final reward is not worth it, right, in right. my opinion.
1: But yeah, um, it's just more for more f- tiles for, for the for, dungeon set. So thing. like, I, that's why I just was like, you know what? I'll get to the forty, and I'll be happy. So like, I think yeah. I ended the game with like forty-two seashells shells or mm-hmm. something like that. So one of the things I think is really cool about this game
0: is, and even the developer said that is if this came out before A Link to the Past every zelda game would have been different mm-hmm. but since this came out before ocarina of time it set up a lot of stuff that went forward in all zelda games right. like uh fishing mini games the first one to have that it was the first one to have the ability to jump with an item mm-hmm. it was the first one that introduced the trading quest Uh I actually I made a list. There was one other one I think uh that I can't recall offhand. But it added in a lot of stuff that um other Zelda games used forever. Mm -hmm. Oh, um getting different songs on the Ocarina. Oh it was the first one to do that. Whereas like in you just get the Ocarina in a to the past.
1: Yes, which because of my experience with uh, a link to the past i do think it helped me with this game yeah as well and i kind of wonder if people who didn't play a link to the past they struggled a little bit more possibly yeah. because like as soon as i got that ocarina the first thing i did was i went to the bird oh yeah and i just kept trying different things and trying to play it but like there were a lot of cases where it's just like this is definitely lining up with you know a link to the past mm-hmm. with the how i'm supposed to do this yeah. so where i think people who their first game was like ocarina or later they may have struggled a little bit more with that stuff but then also i guess i was just playing this game more like a metroidvania yeah
0: and it is a lot closer l-
1: to that yeah. less a, less like a i guess what traditional traditional zelda, zelda
0: and so that's that's one of the things that i really really like about this game yeah and i I think I personally like this more than A Link to the Past. Not to say that I don't think A Link to the Past gets, like, top four Zelda games, probably. But this one just always connected with me more because Mm -hmm. it's weird. Yeah, And I didn't like Majora's Mask as much, even though it was just as weird. But, like, because they were doing this after hours, and originally it was just, like, people fucking around they added in so much bizarre shit to this game mm-hmm. that they didn't even ask permission for. Right. Like I made a list of all of the things that they added from other games. So Wart, the villain from super Mario two mm-hmm. is in this game. He's the person you learn the fucking frog song from there's the Yoshi doll that you get and you have to trade immediately. All the other dolls you catch in there, they added for this version, mm. um, but that that was a cool new right. side quest. You can get all the things and display them. Yep. Uh, one of the dungeons has an enemy that is literally Kirby Sprite from yeah. the Game Boy game. Uh, they changed his name to Mr. Wright in the game, uh, but that's Dr. Wright from the Super Nintendo version of SimCity, mm. which I'm extra surprised that they were still allowed to use that because that's not a Nintendo game. No. Uh the guy who asks you to go get the golden leaves mm-hmm. he is prince richard and he is from a japanese-only game called the frog for whom the bell tolls okay. which is the engine that this game used on the game Boy. so that game came out in 1992 this came out in 93 on that game's engine hmm. and at the end of that game he is banished from the kingdom and he goes to this <laughs> island right. apparently which is where he lives And then, like, obviously the Chain Chomp in the main village, village, uh, Goombas, which Mm -hmm. you can jump on, and uh, Piranha Plants as well. Those are all the ones from the original game. And, like, that's crazy and really weird that they were allowed to do that, because that never really happened again. Um, I assume. just find that to
1: be super interesting. I assume Nintendo wanted to keep that stuff separated. Yeah. Keep their franchises from, like, blending together. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, I just, like, I you know me mm-hmm. as a kid I loved A Link to the Past I never played this and then I got an N64 in Ocarina of Time and I hated it which I know is definitely know. it's a crime but it's okay it, it, I'm definitely <laughs> in the minority and I will admit this Yeah, and it just kind of comes down to it is very different than A Link to the Past yes
0: okay so I have a very important question yes. did you ever play the sequel to A Link to the Past A Link Between Worlds on the 3DS
1: no do you want to borrow that from me because you will love it i actually pulled out my 3ds (laughs) and i was like at some point i need to play this
0: game okay so that game is so good as a sequel and it has the same type of vibe as then Mm -hmm. this does where like it is just it was one of those things where i enjoyed the whole way through because i get this issue a lot with games now where i just feel like it is mainlining you towards the next thing. Right. And, like, I never really have to use my brain to, like, solve what you're supposed to do next. Assassin's Creed. Yeah, and just, like, I I, I don't know. Like, you just don't solve puzzles in that same way. Like, they're just not in there. And then if they are, they're too frustrating. Whereas I feel like a lot of... I, I mean, like, this game, I think A Link's Awakening and A Link to the Past and even A Link Between Worlds ocarina of time other than the uh water temple demonstrate i think like a masterful level design like they are done so well in a way that like makes it so that you can figure it out and never feel too stupid eagle tower the seventh dungeon i feel like is a little fucked up in some ways but it is just like the perfect example i can think of of like level design that is challenging enough but you can still figure it out easily, and it feels good when you figure right, it out. You're right. like, oh, I did that. Like, I got that. Even it's... though it's pushing you towards it.
1: I think this may be the best dungeons I've played in a Zelda game. Interesting. I, okay. Like, I, I think so, like, I, that's how highly One I of
0: the played. reasons I like the dungeons in this game is because up until probably the last two dungeons, you can do them very quickly. So, like, yeah, they... even though they still are challenging and have puzzles like you could Mm -hmm. probably complete them in like 25 minutes to a half hour in some cases which is like the perfect amount of time yes and that is also a product of the fact that it was on the game boy originally because it's a mobile game mobile quote-unquote because it's a a portable handheld system they have to be tighter experiences
1: yeah because like battery
0: life was a major issue and so that's one of the other reasons that i like the world it takes place in so much Mm. is because obviously like a link to the past it was screen based yes but they had only so much memory, so each screen in that original game is so packed with shit, mm-hmm. and that's sort of translated in this. Even though the screen scrolls, yes. um, they just had to put stuff there. Mm-hmm. So in like some newer games, like if you go back to Ocarina of Time, the first time you go out into Hyrule Field, it's like whoa, this is a huge, wide open area. There's a lot of empty space. I was going to say, word, yes. And so, like as in compares to this, like there is you walk somewhere there's gonna be something
1: there oh and ev- every sc- every screen has something
0: yeah and like you pick something up and mm. there's a secret shell or oh shit there's a heart piece or i found mm. this dumbass bat guy who's accidentally giving me more bombs like y- you find all kinds
1: of cool stuff yeah even that was quirky where he's and like ha, <laughs> ha, ha, i'm gonna teach you a lesson teach you a lesson he's giving can, you stuff yeah. <laughs> like i and i like that all stuff i didn't i just kind of stumble upon it yeah you're like, and you're hey. like whoa
0: this is crazy yeah, yeah, yeah and like as a kid i loved that mm-hmm. and so i oh my god they have to make the games that came after this so they after this one for mobile systems they started letting capcom do them mm-hmm. oracle of ages and oracle of seasons were made at the same time and they were completely different games like 100 percent different map different everything I want them to remake those in the same similar style, although I realize it would be, like, really tough to do because Oracle of Ages has a past map and a present map. Mm-hmm. Oracle of Seasons has a map for each season. Oh. So it, like, would change completely. I'd never played Oracle of Seasons. I have Oracle of Ages, and I still have the strategy guide, and I remember loving it in the same way I love this game,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, which is another reason why it would be very hard to go back because it was on Game Boy Color. Yeah. Uh, but at the end, you could connect the two games and then do the true final dungeon, mm-hmm. and that just seems like a really cool thing that they would be able to do. But I, if they don't and they keep this as the last one that they remake in that way, like I'll take that.
1: Uh, well, like, do you know? I didn't really look into it. Is this definitely the Zelda team that made this game? No. So it is a port studio called Grezzo. Okay.
0: So it was not a Nintendo thing.
1: Because, uh, like, they're obviously busy making Breath of the Wild too. Yeah. So I didn't know if, like, they just kind of had, like, a smaller team work on this. Yeah, so or... this is
0: a port studio. I, they had done something else. I can't remember. But I will say that this is the first, first party Nintendo game where I was like, ooh, performance is kind of rough sometimes. See, I never experienced that, but I... I... Oh, it's it's pretty bad, especially when you're in the open areas and not like unplayable bad, but it changes rapidly going between 60 and 30 frames a second, which like, if it was locked at either one, it wouldn't be that big a deal. Like if it just ran at 30 all the time, it'd be fine. But when it's such a large range of frames, Mm. it gets really weird. And what I think is crazy about it is like, it doesn't make sense. Even digital foundry, looking at it, like this game is running the GPU at a hundred percent on the switch For no conceivable reason, Mm -hmm. and I think it might be because they're blurring the edges to try to give the illusion of, like, screen changing or whatever. But it's also inconsistent. Like, in some open areas outside, it will be really bad, and Mm -hmm. then others it'll be totally fine. Inside, it's almost always fine. But, like, normally that's not the kind of thing that happens in first-party Nintendo games. Right. And I don't think that they will patch it to fix it, because I don't think they can. So, when developers played it at e three journalists right. played at e three they said it was particularly awful right People who have played this the final release have said it's a lot better, and it is still it is still playable like yeah, I don't yeah. think it's like a i didn't even notice it, but so it is like, it is really rough was it spots. worse
1: in handheld
0: uh I mostly played on t v it seemed the same. I don't think that it uh I, I don't think it's like other game, Switch games where it's a running at a lower resolution and handheld. Okay. Uh, it seems to be the same throughout. And it does a lot of weird stuff where it dynamically changes the resolution as it goes. Mm. So, like, inside, sometimes it'll get a lot more blurry and weird. That You have to look really hard to notice that. Yeah, I did But yeah. it just has a lot of weird performance stuff. Not enough to, like, make me dislike it or anything, but right. it is pretty noticeable for a first-party Nintendo release. And that's strange. Um... But other than that, I just, yeah. overall, like, super, super cool. Yeah. Um, and just so, f- real quick, we've talked about this a lot, but I we will talk about the ending really quick, because...
1: One of our shorter episodes. I,
0: yeah, I, I just think that the ending is really cool, so spoilers for Link's Awakening. Which I... We've
1: the, technically been spoiling it. Well, yeah, it's,
0: but, like, not in a way, like, if you... The plot no, is... No, no. So, this takes place on... Koholint Island which at the beginning of the game they actually redid it in a super cool like anime style cutscene where Link is on a raft and he is it's a storm and he ends up the ship breaks up in a lightning storm and he crash lands Mm. on the um on the shore of the island yes so after A Link to the Past this is that same Link It's one of the few times where it is a direct. It is the same exact character. Mm -hmm. He leaves to go look at other continents um, around that world. And that's when he crashes and goes to this island. And so, about, I would say, halfway through the game, people start directly telling you that, like, the whole world you're in is a dream world. And the bosses are like please stop please, please stop please don't yes. wake us up the windfish. so the whole thing of the game is the owl and everyone is saying like the windfish, the guardian of the island is sleeping mm-hmm. and he needs to be woken up from his slumber and that's like a good thing so yeah eventually the bosses just directly start telling you like please don't everyone right. on the island will die like they will all vanish we will not be here anymore you included because you're on the island um and so it's just, like, this weird thing of, like, am I doing a good thing here? Yeah, like, yeah. this is really weird, especially after the, so, this is one of the few Zelda games that does not have
1: Princess Zelda in it. It does and not have the Triforce. I, I made me kind of, like, I realized that and I was like, man. They, I wonder why they kept the. They just kept the Zelda name, even though yeah. was not in it. They could have definitely called this game, like, Link's Awakening, and that's it. Yeah,
0: which, like, um, a lot of the handheld ones didn't have that until, like, Minish Cap, I think. But mm. it, it's just weird, and then, especially the girl equivalent of Zelda in this, Marin. There are a couple scenes where you, like, sit together on the right. beach, and then she like seems like she wants to tell you not to wake up the wind fish but she still thinks you should it's really weird right and she like wants to learn everything about link and
1: really cares for him and stuff and it's bizarre she had more personality than zelda <laughs> i know <laughs> and I, I in the earlier games like, yeah I mean, for I guess sure she was a little more fleshed out in breath of the wild i guess yeah but before that she never really was a character yeah other
0: than like wind waker i don't think uh, she really ever mattered very no. much I, and twilight princess i guess kind of more too but like two games out of like right. a billion is not very many no no uh and so at the end you play the, all the instruments at the end of each dungeon you get an instrument yes. you play them with the Windfish's
1: song which she teaches you not to get too too ahead of ourselves yeah. but it's weird that we've played two zelda games this year that are about music. Cadence oh, of Hyrule. Cadence of
0: Hyrule. Yeah, that, that is true.
1: It's just kind of a weird coincidence. Is, yeah.
0: um, so you play them, the egg yes. opens, and you don't know. You would have to randomly figure it out if you did not complete the trade quest, which is wild.
1: I have a weird story about that. <laughs> yeah? Because, like, I did all of that. Uh-huh. And I, you know went to the library and then it like told me the directions and I went, eh, who cares? I'm not going to like take a picture, or write this down. I'll just look it up online when I get there. <laughs> so I looked it up online and I just kept trying this, this, whatever directions over and over again to the point where i was like something's wrong i looked it up everyone has a different direction so then i was like son of a bitch (laughs) so then i had to go back and like (laughs) i spent a good 20 minutes just going like i know how directions i was gonna say yeah it's random yeah yeah Yeah, which is cool it generates it at the beginning of the game but i was like i I, and that's just kind of the way i play games yeah times where it's just like you're going to need this for later, so I'll just, like, look it up online. Someone will definitely Someone will it. Someone will do it, but, yeah, no, not in this case. The guide that I looked up didn't say, like, everybody's as random, so I was just, like... So, yeah, <laughs> that's... So, yeah, I mean, if you didn't look, you would just have
0: to kind of figure it out. It, that but would it's be like horrible. A, it would be. It's a Lost Woods, uh, because it doesn't tell you until the end, right. so you just have to figure it out. It's a Lost Woods scenario where you have to take the correct path, and it's mm. got four directions, and you go, and you finish that... You get to the Windfish area, the final area, and well, you, you f- fight the Nightmare. So mm-hmm. you find out that all of the monsters and stuff are... This is a dream world Wait. created because the Windfish is sleeping, and Nightmares are plaguing him, and that's what all the monsters you were beating and stuff were. And so you essentially beat the Nightmare. One of It has multiple forms, one of which is Ganon. How did you feel
1: about that fight? Uh, I hate that specific portion of it, Ganon? Yeah, it's yes. hard. Well, not just hard. I sp- I literally lost and had to restart, and I had like the. I also lost, and I had to like, and I had the like the 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 oil that same. Erupted, so I had to go do it, yeah. And I lost because I was like, I tried everything and I couldn't figure out how to hit him. Yeah, you have to like go around the spear and then hit him with
0: a charge attack.
1: And I didn't. I never tried the charge attack.
0: So when that's you why... got the face key, how did you beat that enemy, that giant Armos,
1: that's in that room? Um, what what you're gonna need to give a little more. Example.
0: Uh, in the desert, like when you go inside the shrine and there's the big knight guy in there. Yes. How did you beat that?
1: With the bow and arrow.
0: Okay, you can
1: do it before you get the bow, like way earlier. You... No, I had the, I, I had saved all my money. And I was able to get the bow. I actually got that key before I even went into, like, the third dungeon or something. Oh, yeah.
0: I So did I. But you can just use charge attacks, and oh. it will break his shield. And so then you can just hit him.
1: No, I, like, I had a bow and arrow.
0: Yeah, so I, I think that that is supposed to be their way of saying, like, oh, the charge attack will, like, hit things that other stuff won't but, but like, the arrow is how you're supposed to kill it, yeah. it
1: which is yeah so like because
0: like you get locked in that room and yes. if you don't have the bow and arrow there has to be another way to kill it because otherwise
1: you're fucked see like i so. went into that that dungeon or whatever you want to call it and there were two pots and one of the pots was arrows yeah so i was like okay that's probably telling me that i'm gonna need the bow yeah and but arrow. It, i'm
0: just saying it lets you go in the boss fight yes. and if it locks the door and you literally can't hurt it it it's impo- like you would have to die and that's what no I happened what.
1: the first time i went in oh, okay
0: there. i killed it the first time and then i, I like,
1: because i didn't have the bow and arrow the yeah. first time i went in there so i was like okay i guess i'm gonna need to get the bow and arrow because i got the arrows before yeah. so then i went and got the bow and arrow because i had because it was 980 dollars something yeah gems but i had like i had pretty much had all that so and then I got that key, and then I was like, oh, this is the wrong key. Now I have to figure out... <laughs> where to
0: get the one I actually need? Yes. Yeah. yes.
1: Um, so yeah, you,
0: that, that is the hardest part of the mm-hmm. game, for sure, is fighting the Ganon form yes. of that, because all the other ones are like really easy, I think.
1: And the last one, apparently, if in the original, they did change this as well. If you, The last form, if you hit it with the uh, boomerang, it was like a one-shot kill. Yeah. Where this time, you had to hit it like, a thousand billion times you did did you get the boomerang yes nice me too well the boomerang was just the the final part of the trade quest you don't have to go see him no you don't have Mm -hmm. to but uh, that was one of the markings i had yeah (laughs) and i just kept going back there and i'm like something's so it's funny because i just remembered that he was there Mm -hmm. there is a house in the
0: animal village where there is someone else, their house is empty, yes. and so you can see the guy in there. I don't remember what he gives you if it's rupees or a seashell. But I think seashell. when you after you finish talking to him, he says, "Oh, there's someone on the beach." That's the same thing. You can't see them unless you have the magnifying glass. That's how you would find
1: that out, right. normally,
0: unless you just went there.
1: Which no, I I had that was one of my pins that I checked out probably about 15 times through the game. Just kept going back to yeah. that location.
0: So you beat the nightmare. Yes. The windfish wakes up, which is a whale. It which... is a weird flying whale thing and then the dream is over. Link wakes up and he is uh on his shipwrecked raft, mm. but he is okay and the windfish flies overhead, which means that it was real and somehow he had gone inside its dream. Uh if you didn't die once, there is a different ending slightly. Oh. Uh, I had died twice. I don't remember how I died the first time. The second one that, was to the it. Ganon thing. Yeah,
1: I died like fifteen times.
0: Um, and it marks it on your save file, yeah. so you know how much you suck, which is really upsetting. Yeah. Uh, and I knew that you got no, So you got a diff, slightly different ending. Uh, it's not like worth replaying the whole right. game over. So when you talk to Marin. Uh, on the beach, she says that she wishes very much that she could become a seagull. Yes. And fly away from the island. If you, in the original game, if you didn't die once, a seagull just flies overhead, like right at the end and so you're supposed to assume like, oh, that's Marin. In this one a seagull flies overhead and then it like shows her to be like yeah this is her so she was able to get off the island mm. and it's not she like just doesn't exist anymore type thing so like that's a cool nod that's like how come really she's like, not canon
1: in any of the others I don't games. know dude
0: but i what i think is great is i love her as a character mm. she was the final unlockable character in hyrule warriors right and so she can like play the Windfishes song and I saw so many people be like, who the fuck is this character? They're oh. not from Zelda. And I'm like, that's not true. She's so good. Mm. Uh, and
1: so, yeah, she's actually really good in Hyrule Warriors, too. But how she's come, the final unlockable character. How come Crazy Tracy is not in anything? else?
0: <laughs> I think that's so good. It's so weird. Crazy Tracy, you pay her to rub on you her special yeah. medicine.
1: I, because Because then, then also she would heal you. Yeah. So I was in the 8th dungeon. And then I was like, all right, now I just need to basically go to the boss room and finish this, but I'm low in health. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to crazy Tracy because like she'll heal me for basically free. I get there, I talk to her and she does her little spiel of whatever. And then she says, but I'm not going to heal you or whatever. And I just was like, "What's going on?" As it turns out, I already had the oils uh, on yeah. me, so she won't do it again. So, uh-huh. I, so I couldn't heal up that way. So I had to just like walk around and grind and like <laughs> just randomly find. Um, hearts throughout the world and then i flew back and you know beat that but
0: yeah that's i i love in zelda games which they actually took that forward in most zelda games like twin peaks aspect where everyone is like kind of bizarre right uh but in this game like extra like some of the like there's alligator people the rabbits talk like the 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 sheep person that loves dr Wright, like the alligator is really into dog canned food yeah they love collecting canned food there's monkeys and stuff like crazy tracy is weird dampy's not in the original but he's always been weird uh yeah there's just so many bizarre characters the dude who like loves chickens up on the mountain Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) there's just like a lot of really bizarre shit Uh, uh there's a one guy that you meet early on and he's like oh i'll see you later yeah i'll see you later i'm I'm gonna get get lost on the mountain yes so yeah this (laughs) game also
0: breaks the fourth wall a lot like the kids in the beginning say like yeah why don't
1: you just push the a button dumbass Mm -hmm. and you're like whoa kids calm down and the one thing i will say is the joke of like but i don't know what that means got a little old after like the 10th time in that village yeah but yes there was a lot of breaking the fourth wall and just, like, the tutorials. Yeah. Which is a lot better than the hand-holding that Most... Zelda games, you know, became notorious for. Yeah.
0: Um... Overall, I just like it is one of my favorite Zelda games. Probably, maybe my second favorite Zelda game, and
1: I think it may be my second. Oh, actually, it definitely is my second favorite. Yeah,
0: it's just it. I think it's like super well crafted. Mm-hmm. And before, like if you hadn't played it, it's hard to go back to the Game Boy. I understand yeah, yeah, that yeah. it was hard for me to preach the gospel, but now it's easy.
1: Yeah, and now you can just play it. You have, there's no there's no excuse. There's zero, no zero excuse. Zero excuse. Like this is yeah. yes.
0: As much as it is just like a reskinned Game Boy game, they mm. added in the Mario figurines. They added in Dampy's Dungeon Creator, which is like, I didn't talk about much, but it's like not very fun. You just like get tiles and you can put them together. See, like you're that... not making a dungeon. You are using preset
1: pieces, so right. it's like not super great. I think it would be okay if you could play other people, but you can't even you upload can... it. I, I could upload it to
0: one of my amiibos and i could give you my amiibo and you could put it on your switch yeah like we could try it. that's yeah uh but i just other than that i just don't think it's fun because it's like using rooms from dungeons you had just done right so it's it's not super
1: great uh and and like you know how the dungeons are laid out so like that's the fun part of a dungeon is like solely uncovering its secrets and like figuring out the puzzles like so that's why i said i think it could be fun if you're playing like other random people yeah Ah, but definitely not.
0: And, like, the fast travel is in the original game, but they added new fast travel points so that it's way more convenient than the, like, very few.
1: I did think it was really weird that there were no, in, like, the left-hand screen, like, the beach and then the the forest. Mm -hmm. I kept going, like, why is there nothing over here? There was some in, like, the upper mountains, but, like, not... It just it's, it's weird. Very um, weird that they didn't put one there. In the
0: original game, there were only 30... I can't remember. If it, I think it's 20 or 30 seashells. Um, and in this, there are 50. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the last... In the original, it was... If you got all of them, you would get the sword. It's called the Koholan Sword, named after the island. And because you don't get the Master Sword, you don't have the full health laser thing until you get this sword. And it does that. It gives you more... More attack. Right. Which... The Game Boy Color dungeon, which you could only, only if you had a Game Boy Color could you go to, at the end of that, which is also in this, you can pick either a blue tunic or a red tunic. The red tunic gives you more attack, Mm -hmm. the blue tunic gives you more defense, the red tunic's attack boost doesn't stack with the sword. Oh, it doesn't. No, so it's actually better to get the blue one, mm. and you can't switch. But I mean, it doesn't really matter. I kind of assumed it was. That's yeah, sadly, a... it does not.
1: And the blue probably looked better.
0: Yeah, I don't like the red very much. No. But I, yeah, so, so it like doesn't stack.
1: But... So like that was my thought. I was like, man, I should just go with the blue because it'll look better. <laughs> but like the red will be more practical. Yeah.
0: So I picked that because I was like, oh man, that sword makes you way better. I just kill everything in one hit. And then I looked it up, and people are like, no, you don't do any more damage. Mm. Everything's still. Takes the same amount of hits, but that's that's fine. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean it's not I died fifteen times or so, but like that's still not a lot in a fifteen hour game. No. So like it's not a particularly challenging game. So yeah,
0: I almost hundred percent of it. I need like i i need like 10 more heart pieces that i could just look up a picture of where they are but then like at that point because you like, can go to the map and like right. see they're marked on the map yes. in your memories so that's how i got all the seashells because i only needed like 15 more or something uh some of them are dumb like catching the rare fish holy fuck because mm, you yeah. can catch cheap cheeps and bloopers in the pond and they only spawn at certain times and right it's stupid but yeah, I if I care enough, maybe I'll go back and get those remaining
1: two. See, I'd rather uh, just wait six months a year and then replay it at some point. Is, yeah. that, that, that's just kind of how I would prefer to... Because,
0: yeah, it's cool. And maybe yeah. the new cutesy art style isn't for everyone, but I think it's fine, uh, generally. I
1: didn't... The art style is whatever. Right? At I the
0: just... beginning, the blurred edges of the screen were really bothering me. Oh, really? Because I don't know why, but it was like this is just obscuring this part of the screen for no reason. And like, it really bugged me, but now I don't even see it anymore. Right. Unless I specifically am like, where'd the blurry edges go? And then I see it at first. It really bothered me. <laughs> I don't know why, but you'd stop noticing it eventually because you're supposed to link is like centered on the screen. The digital foundry video is crazy because they show exactly how he moves and he like tilts a little bit one way. So that he's like almost always in the center of the screen. So usually you're mm-hmm. focusing on Link and you don't notice the edge. Just pretty cool yeah. and well done. Um, but yeah, overall, Link's Awakening, excellent game back yep. then, excellent game now.
1: So yeah, and, and it's just one of those games where like you, every, when you go exploring and look at something, you're almost always gonna find something. Yeah, and whether I it's a cool. half heart, a seashell. Or maybe, like, a secret dungeon area. Mm-hmm. Like, you always find something. Yeah. Or maybe you find a new person to trade with.
0: Did you get all three songs?
1: Yes. Okay. How could you... Well, I guess... You don't have to get the teleporty one. Which, I mean, like, why wouldn't you? That's the best one. Well,
0: yeah, I know, but you might not know that it's in there. Right. If you just don't go in the weird fish cave.
1: Which, I mean, like, yeah, like... Mambo.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Whew.
0: Bring that chicken back to the rooster back to life. Fuck
1: I mean, him. it follows you around. What a for... fucking
0: weird game. Yeah. But yeah, I I have always liked that game a lot. I mm. hope they keep remaking the handheld ones because people were always needlessly like But it's mm. on our Game Boy. Yeah. Listen, man. I I have not played Minish Cap to completion, but I would play it if it was remade. What
1: about that one where you had to be four player on the? Oh,
0: I would not play that again. I don't like that
1: one. I did oh, play that. You. Who'd you play with? Me. Oh, you played by yourself? On the
0: GameCube one, you can just, you are all four links. Mm. I played some with my brother. I did beat that, the GameCube one. The game, I don't remember if it was for Game Boy Advance. Right. I didn't play that half of it. The GameCube one was like the same, I believe. There was another. Because that just was it the, weird. Th- was it on the 3DS that they released the other one where you had four people? That was Triforce Heroes, and was it 3? Maybe. I didn't play that one. Uh, I didn't play a lot of the mobile ones after right. the Game Boy G- Game Boy Color. See, like, I... Because, like, I, I, Willy has Spirit Tracks. I never mm-hmm. played that, and I can never... Phantom Hourglass, that's the other one. I never played that either.
1: I was a weird kid where I was, like... And this was true with a lot of games, but I guess, like, there were some hidden gems. I always thought of, like, the Game Boy as, like, the bad cheap version. Oh, no, man.
0: Which... I still, like, I th- overall, I think that the original DS might be one of the best Nintendo platforms, like, period. But, like, I'm,
1: like... When you
0: think of like And Game Boy Advance and right. all
1: the other ones. Yeah. Like Game Boy, there were a lot of cause like I had like the Donkey Kong ones. Donkey y- Kong land, yeah. Which those were just bad Donkey Kong they were games. So the
0: Game Boy had a bizarre trajectory. We right. don't need to get into this, but like in the beginning it sucked. Yes. And it was just like Oh, do you want to play like a shitty, blurry version of the game yes. you right. thought you wanted? But then with with I think Link's Awakening was like the first one where developers were like, oh, you can actually do really cool mm-hmm. shit with this and like the Frog game that mm. Link's Awakening used the engine for Pokemon obviously like that's so what, so many things. And that's that, what I was
1: kind of going with like it turned into like handhelds were Pokemon uh, consoles yeah. and that's pretty much all I played. Yeah. And because like even like I got a PSP and it was just like these are just like well, worse versions. You didn't play Monster Hunter, so that
0: was the only reason to own
1: a PSP. Mm, yeah, I,
0: and Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core.
1: I had like a hockey game that was just
0: that Yeah, those hockey. a lot of so And yes. I had some movies.
1: Developers ruined the PSP in the Vita
0: in yes. the US, but in Japan they were. So like that right. kind
1: of, I think I gave my PSP to Nukio. Probably. That's probably the
0: one we hacked and gave the jumbo.
1: <laughs> so I guess I gave it to Jumbo. And, I, don't, I don't know, yeah.
0: uh, but we, me and Nukia played a lot of PSP. For yeah, God like Eater. And... So
1: like that's kind of my experience, and I guess I, like, I guess I did miss a few good games in there as well. Like not on the PSP. No, uh, on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. The Game Boy Advance still.
1: People are sleeping on all the hot classics of the Game Boy Advance. I, uh, re- recently watched a Giant Bomb feature where Jan just brought in a bunch of game boy advance games. there are a
0: lot of trash game boy advance mm-hmm. games but there are also so many good ones man mm-hmm. golden sun
1: Every- everything which so the game boy advance had that like gamecube adapter
0: it's, i have it yeah i had that as well so i can play game boy advance games on the tv i've played
1: could you play a game couple, boy a couple years ago you can so you could play Link's LA I think
0: I, I think I can. I don't I don't know for sure cuz you can play them in a Game Boy Advance. Yes. It would just stick out really weird yeah, and be always, not good. Yeah. Uh, but I will t- I will test to see if I can play cuz I thought about playing Oracle of Ages and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh man, this will look terrible." Cuz I
1: think I remember playing like Pokemon on the Game GameCube.
0: Which you can, yeah, any of the regular...
1: Which you could also play Pokemon... On the N64. N64, yeah. yeah. That was that was novel, very novel. It was very
0: time. novel, yeah, you because you could do two times speed. Yes. Shit was dope.
1: Yeah. <sighs> All right. Right. That was Dodrio mode or Dodrio yeah, mode. Yeah,
0: Doduo mode, but then was there also Dodrio mode? Maybe. I think it was two and three times speed. Yeah,
1: that was dope. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, well, that'll do it for us. Thank yeah. you guys for listening.
1: And... It was the shorter, and then we talked about Yeah, that's okay. The yeah, Game like, Boy is cool. I, well, I know, yeah. Well, I mean, just like we talked about Link's Awakening for yeah, a very
0: long time. Because it's great. It's so good. I love it yeah.
1: so much. I, it is like my runaway game of the year at this yeah. point. Like, it's not even close to any... Nothing's close. Um,
0: but yeah, next week, well, two weeks, it'll be before I go to Japan. Yes. Um, so we're going to record it a little bit earlier, probably, yes. than normal. But I will have played. Uh, At least three new video game products. Possibly five.
1: (laughs) I will have played two. I have a feeling one of them I'm not going to like. What is that? Uh, Breakpoint. Oh, it seems bad. It's reviewing very bad. Yeah, I i got lucky and it's coming on gamefly nice so i didn't i didn't pay for it yeah i have a feeling i'm not gonna be a fan no i
0: most people seem like they are not fans i think it's metacritic averages like 50 oh, something 60 when i saw oh, that's uh, not good and ukulele that I game looks so fucking I good i fan. will not be playing that right away but i would like to oh, I, I i
1: see like i'm struggling like should i buy that on the switch because that seems like a great game to buy on
0: switch need concrete genie to be so cool i want it to be so cool oh, i'm so excited okay but we yeah. <laughs> for real this time we yeah. will see you guys in two-ish weeks yeah thank you for listening oh as always the theme song sting operation by the man on a check them out peace